Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So up until this point, it's been a legitimate dream of mine, and I, I just want to share this with you guys. Um, so I've always wanted to meet Jim Cummings because that fucking man is insane. He's a magician with his voice. Like, it is just insane, just some of the – all the voice work that he can do. And, dude, he's old. Motherfucker is old. And I just – I've always wanted to meet the man. And I've come to find out that he lives in Pasadena. So I kind of want to, I just kind of want to make a pilgrimage to meet him. I just had to look him up because I have no idea who you're talking about. Jim Cummings, man. He fucking voiced Darkwing Duck. He's done like a lot of the voice work in nearly every goddamn Disney uh, cartoon. In fact, the last two games that I remember his voice work in, no, three games, sorry, is Skyrim, Dragon Age, and Splatterhouse. He's the fucking mask. (laughs) Did his career end after Splatterhouse then? <laughs> <laughs> is he is he, he retired? He retired, right? Is that no, what happened? Absolutely not. He's retired no, dude, now. He does an amazing dude, he saves Splatterhouse. Like, have you played the new Splatterhouse? <clears throat> I can't say I have. You need to fucking it's I like it. I, I can't like, say I want to. I what yeah, what's I'll good? Pass. It's fucking stupid good. It's like B game movie game game game. It's so good. You said game a lot. I did. Because that's what it is, dude. It's like it really makes like no illusions to try to like evolve the media of video games. That fucking thing is totally self-aware that it's a video game, and I love it. It's so ridiculous too, because it's raunchy for the sake of being raunchy. Like if anything, the only thing it's kind of done is kind of like warped my uh, impression of Jim Cummings, because he, dude, he just says the word fuck a lot. So then (laughs) I associate that, and he kind of sounds like a demented Pete, because he also voices Pete. From the Disney cartoon. So he's just like, yeah, fuck that thing. And I'm just like, oh my God, Pete. Like, Jesus. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's a little jarring for your childhood, but kind of awesome. It's kind of like, you know, your adult self patting your childhood self on the back and says, buck up, pansy. Like, it's all, <laughs> it's all good. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really like you guys. Come on. You don't remember. Dude, Alan fucking, oh, what is it? Is it Alan Young? I think it is. Alan Young is still alive. That motherfucker voice is Scrooge. Scrooge goddamn McDuck, an old Scottish-ass duck. And he's coming back to do the DuckTales remake. In fact, I think the entire original voice cast is coming back. That's what's, like, the fucking best part. You gotta gotta imagine how old he is. Like, I can only imagine just looking at him how old he is. Foreshadowing. Yeah, it's been like it's been like twenty <laughs> years since Ducktales has been on too. So I mean, there's that. Yeah, I just I bought all the recent uh, volumes, and man, like oh god, that cartoon just aged so well. That one in Gargoyles, you can you can watch those cartoons forever. But only the first two seasons of Gargoyles. We're not getting yeah. back into that. But 
<laughs> well, okay, so just so it's known... Rescue Rangers is good, too. All right, so just so it's known... Oh, man. Fucking... Does anybody remember the theme song to Rescue Rangers? Hold yes. on. Everybody did that jazzy... Ass, oh, my God, that jazzy-ass fucking saxophone. Dude, it sounds like MJ before it was MJ. Or was it... <laughs> at M- were, were, was the MJ symmetrical? I don't fucking... When was, when was Michael Jackson popular in the 80s? Mid eighties, throughout the eighties, yeah, not until like the, the mid nineties, yeah, all all of eighties, yeah, up, up up till about ninety four, whenever Thriller came out. <laughs> oh damn! Okay, so how how old are you if if Thriller came out in fucking eighty two? God damn! Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm old as shit. Oh dude, wait, hold on. Wait, so that's when I was born, but uh, I don't think I remember it actually coming out. So. Obviously, I had on VHS, son. I don't mess around. Huh. Everybody mess with me. Everybody with me. Ready, ready. One, two, three. Sometimes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know what we were doing. How are we doing? No, I didn't. I didn't think we were gonna do Thriller. I thought we were gonna do Rescue uh, Rangers. I, I don't oh, have. I didn't, that wasn't. That wasn't choreographed. <laughs> no, okay, wasn't. can we do a Chippendales or Ducktales and Thriller mix-up or mash-up? Mash-up? Or, monst- or Monster Mash. Fucking, what, yeah, go ahead, Skrillex. Can, uh, can I do Goof uh, Troop? Oh, dude, do you remember Goof Troop? Yeah. I remember Goof Troop. I only know like the part, father, like son. I only know the part where they go, Goof Troop, a skibbity-bop-bop-a-doo-wop. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> the Goof Troop song. No, but dude, you forgot the last part where he goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. All right, so this week, (laughs) we're talking about fucking Disney games. Man, we're talking about from the beginning to the end. Well, there is no end. I mean, Disney games are still a thing now, and we're... I don't know. There's there's a resurgence. If Warren Spector has anything to do with it. Uh, Sorry, I had to do it. I had to to do it again. I'm I'm glad you did it. Motherfucker (laughs) was just, like, talking shit on the prospect of a new Wolfenstein game, and... Yeah, so he blocked me on Twitter, by the by, you guys. <laughs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> oh, no, I, need, I need to remember to do that. No, he... Oh, fucking... Uh, dude pussied God. out. God. Wait, wait. Block him or me? We, we block know. you, George. Oh. I'm gonna block you, George. Oh. Well, you can't block me. You're gonna, get my, you're gonna be unfriended here in about five minutes. Right. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Five minutes? Damn, dude. You gotta put, like, a fucking 24-hour... I, f- I, I have to... I forgot my log on. I haven't been on Facebook in four months. Son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, no, you, I miss you. I, I think I posted something on your wall. No, but Warren Spector... Fucking bastard. Okay, so... The, the guy had the gall to talk about how the world didn't need another Wolfenstein game. So I replied back to him, the world didn't need another platformer that had physics worse than Croc. So <laughs> he deserved every ounce of that. Oh, dude. God. And I'm pretty sure he recognized because like, dude, like interviewing him still will be the most unpleasant experience I've ever had in video game journalism. Interviewing him and then dealing with him over my shoulder as I'm playing his broken game. Backseat gaming. Yeah, dude, that is the worst. If he was, was behind me looking over my shoulder, I would game a cold stone cold stunner. <laughs> <laughs> I would I, I take I would take some fucking beer, smashed over his head, and I would have went to the four corners of the ring that and then flipped everybody off and go, oh hell yeah! I would I would stomp a mud hole and walked it dry. Jesus Christ! Tell me you listened to his podcast after I told you to. 
It's like he's your friend. It's fucking weird. I don't know if he's in character anymore. Oh, Stone Cold? Yeah. He's like, oh, hell yeah. No, he's just like, it's oh, like Stone he's Cold. a character, but Stone he's Cold. just saying motherfucker more. Like, Stone he's talking, Cold. He's, dude, he is that character. That's why it works so well, because he is that person. No, dude, like, he was talking about how he got searched at the airport and how they had to open up his fucking briefcase and they got my britches all up and I'm like, hell no. That's embarrassing. And I'm just like, dude, like, I can't, like, I feel like I'm just hanging out with Stone Cold. He's my friend. It's mm-hmm. fucking disturbing. Well, that right, alongside, like, the 10 ads that he does per podcast episode. Funny enough, he advertised Squarespace. Um, yeah, I know, man. They, they make oh, really yeah. affordable and easy-to-use websites, squarespace.com. <laughs> Use the promo code Press Pause Radio for 10% off your next... No, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's not really a thing. It's not really a thing, but uh, the Audible ad... Listen, Squarespace. <laughs> uh, wink, wink. That'll be the, uh, yeah, Squarespace. No, hey, but we're recording about Disney video games. And... Disney, if you're listening, we'll take sponsorships. No, no, no. <laughs> Come on, Disney. Oh, Star Wars, our podcast. To hear us talking Gotta about put it. an asterisk on that. Us. We cannot... We cannot get, we cannot uh, guarantee great reviews. Maybe, maybe. They Honey might, hat, I'll do might, it. Let me review all your games. They might Disney Infinity, game of the year of all years. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> or is it Disney Infinite? What is that game called? Uh, it's, yeah, it's Disney Infinite. Infinity. Infinity. Is it Infinity? Five out of five. It's no, it's, no, it's just Infinite. It's Infinite. No, it's Infinity. Infinity. I'm looking at it right here. Disney Infinity makes Skylanders look like a hobo. Five out of five. (laughs) Oh, man. So, welcome to Press Pause Radio. And, uh, yeah. So, we we got got a lot to talk about, because it's been a while since we did an episode proper. Not since Games Club, which we're still working on videos for that. I mean, we got... Games Club Apocalypse. Games games Club Apocalypse. Yeah, ellipsis. Okay, sure. Mm. Sure. Yeah, no, it's grammatically correct, even. Yeah. Ta-da. Uh, so we we got a full house. We got four chairs. So, uh, we have yours truly, George. Uh, that's me. Um, I I talk on on Press Pause Radio and uh, yeah, yeah. about video games. That's that's me. We do videos. We uh, fucking Christ. We recently streamed uh, Echo the Dolphin, Defender of Time. Uh, thanks to all who uh watched it and then. The others who went back and watched the archived stream of it and uh, felt the need to ridicule me for not knowing that sperm whales were a real thing because I really didn't fucking know. <laughs> awesome. That was, that was the highlight. Everybody, apparent, dude, you have any idea how many fucking Wikipedia links are in my Facebook message inbox and my personal email? Too fucking many. It's just not even Wikipedia. Like, apparently, I don't know. I didn't think sperm whales were a real yeah, fucking well, thing. I did that Never before it was cool. heard of Moby Dick or Pinocchio I read or... Moby Dick, motherfucker. <laughs> he was a white whale. It was a white sperm whale. <laughs> I don't I remember totally the word sperm that. in it. Uh, I do the sexy version. <laughs> I, dude, I thought I thought fucking 
Oh, Andy, oh, that's Moby's you. dick. That's not. Oh, Moby's is that what that was? That's what that was. So Penthouse didn't make that book. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> no. This is just like the last time we argued about Pocahontas, and we had to explain <laughs> the difference. I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really thought it. Did. I, I didn't know it was a real thing. I seriously thought it was a derogatory term. Like, mm, come over there with that sperm whale. Like, what the fuck? Who would do that? Nature. No one. That's why there's an nature did that. thing on sperm whale. <laughs> it's all nature's fault. I yeah. blame California's education system and the schools. Mm-hmm. Definitely start. blame the schools. To start. <laughs> yeah, to start displacing, <laughs> displacing the blame. Yup. That's what the ignorant do. Well, yeah, but I, I didn't know. But, uh, yeah. Everybody was just really, they didn't know whether or not to enjoy that game. I still don't know whether or not I enjoy that game. It's fucking weird. Because I had fun and then I really didn't. All in, all within an hour. But it was like it was, it was a back and forth fucking thing. It was, it was a, a very, it was just a metronome effect of emotions. So yeah, there is that. You guys can, I think it's still archived on there. It might not be, but yeah, that was my weekend. Oh, Andrew, you're on the hey. show. How was yours? What's that? The League of Legends thing? Sure. I mean, we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, everyone oh, hates God. you now because you said that Angry Birds was more difficult than League of Legends. <laughs> No, no, no! I said it the other way around. It has a no, no, no. I had it has the complexity of Angry Birds. Oh, that's what I said. Yeah, they they weren't too happy about that. Well, oh. what the fuck, dude? It's clicky, click, click the game. It, yeah, I know. Trust me, I know, I know. But hey, it, if it, it's not my scene either, but everyone wanted us to play it, and I know. It's, but for it's everybody, more along the lines, I dominated. Along the lines of, uh, clickety click, key key click. Yeah, or, mine, mine was yeah. clickety click. Wait, wait, wait. Clickety clickety, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> For those of you who are angry and listening, though, you'll be pleased to know that I'm giving League of Legends another chance. I've just been told to stay away from the Troll King. He's a piece of shit. Because that's that's when I really did not have fun. <laughs> Apparently, I hear the opposite. I hear he's a really good character. No, fuck <laughs> that. The fucking weird thing about League of Legends like... is, it's we... I watched it. I, I was there. <laughs> yeah, did you not see the stats? <laughs> Um, no, actually, it, I don't know. You know what's crazy about that game? It doesn't matter what character you pick. Ultimately, it's about the builds, like the stuff that you get throughout the game, like that help your character. Yeah. I'm willing. That's really, to that's do really it all it is. That's really all it is. I played it on my own, and I'm gonna lie. I played it with my girlfriend, and she showed me what to do. Oh, she's a League of Legends player, though. She's isn't a League she? of Legends player. Yeah, and she was. She came on the stream a little bit because she couldn't play, and she's just like, "You just hate it because you have absolutely no idea what you're doing." I should probably apologize ahead of time. That stream was not good because I was in charge of it, and I just kept on playing YouTube music videos most of the time. No, but we got oh man, but that that Beverly Hills Cop (laughs) theme was a great. That was a really good idea. I want to play all my games with that in the background now. Yeah, all honesty. Kind of upset I wasn't able to do it. That kind of sucked. Well, we'll do it again. Rest assured, we're gonna do League of Legends again. I'd like to do it in a couple weeks. Actually, I actually know how to play the damn game. Yeah, it would have been nice. You're invited. No, the first match was awesome. That little girl with the teddy bear, that's my champion. Annie. Was that Annie? Yeah. That was Annie. She's my champion. That's the one I felt like I did the best with. I, 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 don't, think, I don't think melee's for me. I think mage classes are what's for me. Because that's usually what I do in like, I just uh, like stay far away point and click games like Diablo and fucking Torchlight anyway. Like go so. AP mid. Maybe AD carry on jungle a little bit. Bounce back. Am I, am I saying? Am I making any sense to any of you guys? This is the sound of me jerking off right now. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right, and then we got we got James on the show, and we we miss James. He's been busy with something. I don't know. I'm not not much. I've been playing a bunch of old stuff that I really don't need to talk about. I guess. Fuck. Play that. You talk about that during what's in your console, and you like it. 
Oh, fine. I'll talk about the old stuff. God. Jesus. Man. Can't let Sarah do it all the time. Yeah. Like, it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Sarah, I I feel so bad because I guess I upset Sarah a while ago, and he just came to me about it today, and now... Only because I remembered about it. I'll be honest. Well, then how uh, bad did I upset you? Well, I don't know. I've got a really shady memory these days. It's kind of bizarre. I can remember as far back as when I was in a crib, but r- more recent stuff just isn't sticking like it should. I can't even remember if I was that mad at you or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's Sarah. He's also on the show, and we love him. He's the best. He yeah, is the best he's live. No, but he is. <laughs> no, Sarah, Sarah was awesome. He was my co-pilot when we couldn't find... I had such a hard time getting that shark to fit in a hole. You have no fucking idea. And <laughs> Sarah was there, man. He was my coach. Totally what she said. Sean was on for a little bit, though, wasn't he? Yeah, Sean was yeah. on, but that game literally made him motion sick. So that was that was hilarious. It was. It, I, I kind of okay. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of did it on purpose when I knew he was getting sick. <laughs> just, <laughs> Sorry, just Sean. Fucking with him. Because at that point, I was just like, ee, ee, I'm a dolphin. Fuck you. <laughs> and I just started flipping around everywhere. Uh, ee. Um, so is that is that the, the did anyone ever make that 360 version like? that like 3d one is that one like can you play that on pc uh the the three uh, yeah the 3d one's only available on dreamcast and ps2 and i was playing it on natively on the dreamcast which is oh. the better of the two versions let's hope someone put it on pc and put some oculus rift patch oh, into holy it yeah. oh Fuck. yeah a lot somebody somebody's got to be on it somebody responsible come on is is ed listening right now to this <laughs> i don't know why dude Son of a bitch. Well, uh, I think we should just go ahead and start the show. Starting the show. Go, everybody, take it away. What do we, what do we want to talk about first? Andrew, James, you take it away. What are we talking about? Um. Well, are we going to go to news? Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go to news first. Yeah. <laughs> That sound you make when it's a news report? Oh yeah, the whole Morse code. Yeah, there you go. Was it Morse code? Yeah, something like that. That was just some like breaking news. Breaking news. Your one stop. With Pause Radio, your one stop shop for news stuff. What you didn't know is I don't know what I'm talking about. What that classic news ticker actually means, George? It means that sperm whales exist, and so if you knew Morse code, whales exist. If you knew Morse code, you would have known that a long time ago. Uh, well, World, I mean, if you guys want, I mean, I could just step aside real quick and call <laughs> and call Linda Ellerby, see if she's available to do a video podcast. Oh shit! Podcast is, is, channel, is Channel One going to cover it right now? Dude, Jesus Christ! <laughs> is she still doing Chan- anything at all? Channel? Well, she had cancer. Oh my God! Really? God! It's yeah, incredible. dude. She she was like she was like doing like Channel One news, and then she got cancer, but she overcame it. I think. Good for you, Linda Ellerby. How how, how good was Channel One news? <laughs> Fucking Lisa Ling, uh, Anderson Cooper. That shit was legit. 
Am I too old? Am I am I really showing my age right now? No. Because those guys are totally on Channel One News. No, I just you remember guys, Linda Ellerby from fucking Nickelodeon News. Oh, she was on Nickelodeon News. That's what it was. I'm thinking Channel One News. Does anyone know oh, what that is? Oh, you mean the show that would make me change channels from Nickelodeon? That yeah, I, no, no, I don't no, think no, anybody channel, ever Channel One News it. was in homeschools when you went, or not homeschools, in homeroom when you were in school. No, it was on super late. No, it, was, it, was, it came on like, it came people. on like right after Mr. Wizard would fucking come on. Everybody remember Mr. Wizard, that old dude that would show you how to do neat shit? Uh, I love Mr. Wizard. No. They touch yourself. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> of course, <laughs> he was awesome. He would tell the kids that they're. He would like be like, "You're a fucking idiot. Get away. You're gonna blow stuff up." I don't think he would really say that, but he was thinking that. He was, yeah, dude, he was totally implying that. Like, fucking kids. I hate. I hate this line of work. Yeah, <laughs> it just has one eye narrowed at them. Man, uh, fuck. What was he gonna say though? I can't remember. News. Who, no. Yeah. Oh well. Fuck it. News. Yeah. News. All right, you guys, take it away. News. Jake. Disney. And EA have formed a bond, and everyone's angry about it. Well, obviously, because <laughs> yeah. it's EA. Worst yeah. company in America two years in a row. Worse than that Chinese place George went to a few weeks ago. Dude. Worse than the banks that are stealing every penny from the American populace. Worse than Halliburton and BP. It's EA. And the game. Um, and Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily bad news. I mean, I mean, they've got Bioware, they've got Dice, they've got Relic. They can maybe maybe crap out a decent one as long as it's not like a movie tie-in where they have to make in two months. The real question I think becomes: Are they going to use anything that was already in production? Thirteen, thirteen. Is that still going to be a thing, or is that done? Uh, you know, I mean, okay. I, a lot of people like it, it's weird because I talk to Star Wars fans, and they get so pissed off because LucasArts got like shuttered. I'm like, LucasArts hasn't done anything in a long time. Nothing like, decent. Why, why, nothing decent. Like, why run? do you care? No, that was a pandemic. Yeah, and they and they shuttered a while ago. And you see, that's the thing too. It's like I could never understand why people are so shocked and chagrined. Anyways, I mean, all they were doing were publishing anyway. Yeah, the last thing they developed was fucking Unleashed Two, and we all know how that turned out. Unleashed Two. What was that? Star Wars Force Unleashed Two. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it kind of. It had to happen. Well, I mean, okay, the first game. Let's be honest, though. The for, the first Force Unleashed was actually pretty good. It was okay. And then, yeah. and then I feel like the development team had like were like held at gunpoint when developing the Get second. Get this out. Yeah. That's yeah. True. It was pretty bad. Fuck, man. I remember that. Um, shit, though. What was I going to say? And I don't. I don't recall. So wait a minute. It, it was EA. No, it was Disney that acquired EA. Or is they just formed a partnership? No, they they've um what it Disney is is on Star Wars license. Disney owns a Star Wars license. So Disney has signed a partnership for EA. They get publishing basically developing rights for EA for anything. Disney held the rights for mobile, social and tablet and online game categories. So Disney still is gonna do that themselves, but anything for consoles and PC and stuff, EA's got the rights for that. So every everything in the, that you're gonna play on on the Xboxes and the Playstations is gonna be developed by an EA developer. Yeah. But yeah, it, but like I said, they got yeah. dice. You know what was a really good one? Republic Commando. Mm-hmm. Love to Republic see that Commando. one come back. Shit, dude, Jedi Outcast. Yeah. There's that was, pretty big, was that only on PC? In no, that was on or? GameCube and Xbox. Was it? No, oh, okay, I guess. Maybe, maybe we can get, maybe we can get that, that old Republic game that everyone actually wants. You know, like the file we can do another KOTOR, not another MMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't see... Yeah, but I think... 
Knights of the Old Republic, we all saw how that worked out for the MMO. Is there really that much of an interest, you know? Yes. Well, yeah, yes. And for, for a regular Old Republic game, people did not like Old Republic because they wanted just they just wanted another KOTOR. They yeah, but you know what? People didn't like Knights of the Old Republic 2 either. Because it's Obsidian, but even Obsidian, Obsidian it doesn't matter that. though. That's that's I know, the point. but they couldn't even ruin that. Like still, like honestly, like that game was so revered that the community went and fixed it for Obsidian. Yeah, there's that, a, that's how there's that's how important that game is to the fans on PC. Yeah, yeah, it's a PC at least. Yeah, but still, that game is important. So I, it's just weird that they're like, okay, LucasArts, you're out. Sorry, we don't know how to make games. Obviously, because we had BlackRock and we closed that down. We made pure and blur. No, they didn't make blur. They made pure and what's that? Split second. Yeah. Made those Did games. Did they make and pure? A, I thought split pure was, yeah. I thought pure. that was a Disney game. Maybe I'm thinking it is. something else. It is. It's BlackRock, though. No, I'm, I'm just saying that like Disney has tried to do games and couldn't figure out what the fuck they were doing, so they just kind of quit all that. And they're saying, okay, well, EA obviously knows what they're doing, sort of. And so that's that's the whole thing now. Oh, well, I guess this goes a lot a lot longer than we thought. It's kind of weird, though, because I guess EA really is the logical choice. It, it, it either been EA or Activision. And let's be honest, yeah. Activision makes some pretty bad, like, roll it out because a TV show's coming up or a movie's coming out games. So this is probably the best that we could really hope for. Yeah, I think it, yeah. Disney just took one look at the Metacritic for Survival Instinct and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, fuck! Or, 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 or the latest Spider-Man game. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if that one... Like, okay, how's that work, Ben? So how's that work? So Disney still has Marvel, and Marvel has a partnership with Activision. Well, I think Marvel had a partnership with Activision prior to... The, or maybe prior to their acquisition. Yeah, that, that was all done... By, by uh, Disney. I mean, that's uh. the same way with the movie rights things, how Fox owns X-Men and uh, a couple of other properties, and, and Spider-Man. And, how fucking confusing is that shit? Yeah. Can't have Spider-Man in an Avengers movie because he's a Fox-owned person. Fuck that shit, man. It, was Spider-Man like, really an Avenger though? Like, uh, like it'd be awesome if he was. Avenger. And Wolverine. And Wolverine. I don't even need. I don't even need him to be in the Avengers movie. He just they're they're fighting in New York. All he had to do was swing by. And just, <laughs> oh, oh, that would have made me happy to just see him swing by and like swing by. An Hi there. Swing by, kick, kick an alien in I the face, it. and then keep going. I remember those YouTube videos came up saying that he was showing up in the background and it was just a fucking like guy, you know, <laughs> like, come on, man. Has anybody like, even don't, gone don't, and don't seen fucking... Iron Man 3 yet? Is that any good? Yes, twice. It's good. Yeah, because I like that. That's an actual movie that I was interested in because I was just it's, like, it, I remember... it's honestly, it, well, it, it's weird. It's good for Tony Stark, not for Iron Man. If that makes any sense. That makes yeah. complete and total sense. That's the same way that um... shit, man. What everyone? No, there's one where there's one movie where it focuses more on the uh, alter ego than the superhero, and I can't remember which oh, one. Punisher. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> Fury, starring David Hasselhoff. Oh, they're making a Shield movie. Shield TV show. Mm. Oh, is it a TV show or movie? TV show. Because oh. because uh, Coulson or whatever is back for it. All right. Well, that would probably pan out to be a better TV show than a movie, anyway. Agreed. I just found out that they're continuing Smallville as a comic, and um, yeah, I actually bought an issue, and the writing's good. Fuck, dude, that art is terrible. I, I, think we, just, I, I we really just turned in the Crush Frag Destroyed. You know that. <laughs> 
I think we really just did. Thank, thank you, Rob Thomas, for yeah. allowing spiritual us to do a spiritual successor. successor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but no, I it just, I don't know. What was he going to say, though? Fucking, fucking. You know what other series did that, though, that I'm kind of disappointed? Friggin' um, Jericho. Like the game Jericho? No, no, no. That's a different uh, thing. But Jericho on, like, there was a TV series. It was pretty good, too. But uh, I think it went to, it was either two or three seasons, and then, like, the fourth season was was done in the comic books. Oh. And now they're impossible to find, so. Ah, oh, you can find them digitally. Well, it's just like uh, the Vampire pretty... Slayer. The eighth season was all in comic books. Oh. See, that's fucking, that's weird. I, I'm not really into Buffy, though. I tried to be in the Buffy. Neither am I. But I know that for some reason. <laughs> You're just buried. I forget. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I'm personally, I, I'm hopeful towards it, just because, regardless of what you may think of in, as an impression of EA in general and their practices, like they've, they've, I don't know, they've definitely got a very strong development force, as mentioned again with fucking Dice, Visceral, um, and those are the two that just come to mind. I'm sure there's plenty of others. Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, given the right studio that they would feel equipped to bring Star Wars. I mean, we really haven't seen a string of bad Star Wars games consistently. It's just been inconsistent. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure it'll be a thing. I'm kind of I'm just kind of sad because I don't know if the Star Wars 2013 uh, trailer, if that was just a pure LucasArts venture or I don't I don't even remember the studio behind that. But I think that that game got canned. It was pure. It was a pure LucasArts venture. I'm Fuck yeah, sure. dude! That game and that game looked actually really good. That game, yeah, that's supposed to be about Boba Fett and all that other fun oh, stuff. So, oh god, didn't we already have that with Bounty Hunter? It has to happen. No, Bounty Hunter was about, about Django, Django Fett. Fett. Django Fett. Same um, but uh, but I mean, I mean the EA doesn't make always make terrible games. Some of the games, I mean, they they just publish games. So, I mean, if they get it, give it with a strong developer, I mean, the most you might see, which will annoy everyone, was now you have to pay a dollar for your purple lightsaber. That's pretty yeah, much Yeah, that's it. pretty much I'll it. Microtransactions. But then, it. like, what was the last <laughs> bad game that they see. published? Because they, they have a really strong fucking arsenal of studios. I think all the studios they have under their belt are really competent. I mean, I just look. The worst wait, games consistently on. are their sports games, really. Yeah. Did we and just that's ask internally. when when the last game they published that was terrible was? Yeah. Wasn't that just SimCity? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I'm just saying. Well, that's because that, that's, they went okay, in the wrong right. with it. That's a, that's a fucking, that's a whole nother debate. Political. That's a games club right there. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, I just, man, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not tripping off of it. I'm really not. I'm, I'm, I'm very confident. Cause yeah, Dice, Visceral, um, who, who developed Mirror's Edge? Dice. That was Dice, yeah. Yeah, it was Dice. And they might be announcing a sequel, possibly. Exactly. I can get See, motion sickness again. <laughs> Sick. And Fuck those jobs. I don't know if uh, EA still has Spicy Horse or if Spicy Horse is no longer involved with EA. But Spicy Horse did Alice. I was going to say, in... what's a Spicy Horse? But uh, you just answered my question. Yeah, Spicy Horse is now doing like the Samurai game that looks pretty legit. But I don't remember ah. if they were contracted... Because they're they're Spicy Horse is also teasing another Alice game, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that's also going to be an EA published venture. But yeah, all those games were fucking really good. I, I don't know. I just like I said, I I don't know. Like say what you will about their business practices, 
I mean, EA at least knows how to fundamentally run things internally for development, while Activision well, just knows how to regurgitate and has shitty business practices. So I'm, I don't know. I'm still, I always get leery with Activision. Survival instinct, fucking Christ. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, it's, it's. I don't think it's as bleak as everyone thinks it is. I mean, a lot of people are just because it's EA's the, the the big evil game corporation. Everyone is so against it but i mean they've got a lot of really good really good labels a lot of really good companies under them that they publish for that you know um could make something that would be very like really really good i mean if if bioware got on it got on a game and they made a really good game within the star wars universe everyone will be happy i mean it's not like you're gonna get like they're gonna do like madden and then put like star wars skins in your madden game though i would i would buy those star wars skins i want to play as a Wookiee, kick a field goal as a Wookiee, ripping some arms off. It, yeah. it, it, honestly, <laughs> it honestly, the thing that I think is more important is this will be the first time EA can really show themselves as a company post Riccatello. which is the, you know like he's the guy kind of like ruined EA. Am I pronouncing his last name right? Is it Riccatello? Yes, you're pronouncing. Well okay, thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, that's that's kind of the reason why EA has been so like hated. You know, it was because of him, I think. I think he made a lot of poor decisions. And honestly, when he first came on board, EA was like, you remember that? When EA was like making a turn for the better and people were like, oh my God, EA is good again. This is awesome. Fuck Activision. EA is great. Yeah. And then, like, Brutal a year Legend, later, like, Mirror's oh. Edge, Alice. Yeah. And then and a year later, like, fuck EA. And I don't know, like that was the <laughs> turn. And, and now he's resigned. So this will be the first major thing that's happening under EA's, you know, control post him. So, I mean... It'll be interesting to see if they approach things differently, if they go back to, like, you know, doing things for the fans and not really necessarily for, the you know, them and their profits. What uh, if they did a pod racing game made by Criterion? That's, that mm-hmm. is an option. As long as, they bring back, as long as they bring back Crash Mode. Yeah, in a pod. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. See... I can only... But honestly, I think the best uh, part about Burnout is the collateral said damage. That just so you know. That sound I made was me throwing up when you mentioned <laughs> <laughs> Throw up a little bit in your mouth, eh? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, but you know what? For every fucking shitty decision Riccatello made, like, I don't know, I feel like he balanced it out with... Like, I think it wasn't the shitty decisions that he made. More or less, it was, like, the conceptually ingenious decisions that were carried out so shittily. Because, like, even then, like, he's one of the fundamentally, like big factors behind dead space even like seeing the light of day and then like seeing what dead space become is shitty but i mean like i said it was just i don't know man like the the video games industry is more and more becoming a very revenue focused industry i mean today capcom announced that we would get ace attorney 5 but we would get it digital only and what and see there we go sarah's a prime example like I'm not, and I didn't mean that in a fucking shitty way. I'm just saying. Well, no, that's I know, I know, but I mean, you know, I, I think I would like, I'd love them to do what they do in Japan. They have these huge, elaborate, cool special editions that never see the light of day out here. Well, yeah, but you know what? No market for them. There's really, you know there's what, hardly though? a market for limited editions for like. Well, I, I mean, look what Nintendo's longer. doing. Look, look what Nintendo's doing though. They're making fucking 3DSs and they're allocating six of them for entire metropolitan areas. I mean, why not do that? Go based on pre-orders only. Make the batch. Do it that way. That's because a cool way to do it. People get pissed off because they're like, "You're you're locking out stuff for the consumer. Right, you're making pre-order bonuses only for you know." The, that, the good news is though is that from what I understand, 
from what I understand, all of the Ace Attorney games are already in English in Japan anyway. I did not know that. Yeah, That's most great. of the, well, I don't know if the most recent ones are, but all the way up until four are. So if you want the special edition from Japan, get it. You can still play it. See, but that doesn't make sense to me because Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney is uh, in Japanese. That's yeah, weird. I know. But is it but, developed uh, by level five? Oh, See, yeah, I don't even know what's thing, going though. on with that game. Because mm. isn't that already out in Japan? Oh, yeah. It's been out for a while. They're working on a second one, from what I understand. Jesus Christ. And yeah, what the fuck? was That was like fucking lauded to come out. See, and okay, so here's the thing. Essentially, Capcom's stance is, hey, we know that there's a demand for this, but the demand for it is still a niche market. So we ultimately, we can't justify the means for an investment that involves physical retail copies being manufactured for your region because we're not going to see a return on the investment. And then the community's like argument towards that is like, yeah, we know the niche market is the only one that buys it, but the niche market fucking also buys physical shit because we want it on our shelf. You're you're again, you're just kind of pissing us off because we don't fucking have it to put on our shelf. And you know what? I gotta admit, like, because coming back through, if if you were listening to George like four years ago, I would totally be pissed off right there because I would see, yeah, why the fuck can't they do it? Dude, I, I've got I, I've seen the ugliness and I've seen like the fact that just just alone that we're getting this, I, I'm grateful for it and I can play it. I have I have like the fact that we get to play it at this point, like is, is justification enough alone? Because if there's one thing that I've learned, I just learned that like our community is grossly and I mean grossly under the misconception that we are self entitled to everything and then more. So I, I will definitely save my energy for what I feel is a fucking real outcry and then and enjoy what I can get out of the rest. Like Operation Rainfall is a prime example. And you know what? Their fucking, their, their very much justified cause has been completely fulfilled. And they haven't even stopped. Now they're going after Fatal Frame 4 and they're going, weirdly enough, after Metabot 7 for the 3DS, which is fucking weird that Metabots is still a thing. It's definitely not a thing here anymore, but fucking... Yeah, but this difference, the, the difference between Operation Rainfall and what you're describing here is that I've got all three of the games that they brought over on my shelf right now. Yeah, well, that's because, again... I mean, none of those were brought by a mainstream publisher. And even then, if they like it in the Wii, wasn't even well, one a- was Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicles was brought out by Nintendo. Yeah, that is true. I don't know. Just the thing is, though, is the Wii wasn't exactly a format that specialized in digital distribution. And I mean, so, I think that should be a testament to it, because who honestly is still buying games for the Wii? The people that are buying these games and they have them on their shelves. Case in point. Okay, but Nintendo's pushing for digital. That's why they're doing light physics. Have you guys all noticed? Like, I've been trying to find Luigi's Mansion. I'm about to bite the bullet and just fucking you, get it physically. You can't. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's what I think probably happened. Is I think that Nintendo... Okay, what, what was the last big Nintendo game to come out? Luigi's Mansion and... Uh, before all that, before 3DS. Oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, Skyward Sword, maybe? Yes, Skyward Sword. He is correct. All right, I, I just I just feel like Nintendo. Okay, no, no. All right, I take it back. What did they make a lot of, but didn't sell a lot of them? Wii Fit, Wii U, Wii U. Thank you. <laughs> there, there it is. There it is. Now, now, listen. This is important. I think this is really ultimately what they're doing. They're all breaking my heart. I love <laughs> they that. Made shit, they made a shit. They made a shit ton of Wii U's. They didn't sell a lot, right? So what are they gonna do? They're gonna make very few copies of games that are in demand. 
so they can make sure they don't make a shitload of them and have them out on the shelves and not selling. So help That's, me God. If the I, one I feel like it's a move to push digitally because all those games it's are... It's both. It's both because they, they recruit... I mean, they, they honestly get pure profit out of digital sales and they don't have stuff sitting on the shelves not selling. It's the only way they can make money. If they don't do that, they're going to fucking be... I mean, well, I don't know. Like li- five, living off of Wii money for years. We're five <laughs> months into the year and they haven't even broke a million in sales for that damn console yet. I don't even know if they've broken 600,000 yet. No, they I know, have broken 600,000. Because I know Jan- January through March they only sold 300,000. So that that console is damn near dead in the water until something big hits. I mean, I don't know if maybe they need There's next button. There's plenty big coming out for it, though. I mean, this is... Dude, yeah, but most I, of them are I, Mario games. It, Come on. It, it's marketing pushes so bad, though. It markets to it markets to people who don't understand what it is. They, they think it's just a tablet that you attach to your Wii. They don't know what's yeah, a brand no. console. Here, here, I love this, though. I love this. The, if you own a Wii, if you they own a Wii, because my buddy showed it, <laughs> if you yeah. own a Wii and, and you have it connected to the internet... You'll get a message from Nintendo promoting and being marketed the Wii U. And saying, hey, y'all, Wii U is not uh, a new version of the Wii. Please believe this is this is a new thing. Please, please buy, buy this. this. Please upgrade, please. Dude, but I, I really like... Oh, God damn it. It's so, like... I know I feel like I'm regurgitating this all over again when I, like, told people, no, you guys, really, the Wii is a cool thing. What's funny is me and Sean are, are doing a feature for the site about 20... And we found them, and we found a lot. Actually, 25. We actually had to narrow it down. 25 third-party exclusive games that are fucking rad on the Wii. So help me God if Muramasa isn't on that list. Yeah, Muramasa is on the fucking list. We, we had that conversation already. Yeah. In fact, one game that I know is on the list that none of y'all played is uh, two of them. Fucking Flips Twisted World, which funny enough had music from Tommy Tallarico. It's like, uh, I don't know about that. And then yeah, that guarantees I won't play it. Zombie Panic in Wonderland. That game's fucking rad. That that is the spiritual successor to Wild Guns. It's really good. It's a WiiWare game. And uh, also, we... why I haven't played it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and because WiiWare has had terrible push. But like, yeah, exactly. I played. You know what? We'll talk about that in what's in your console. But like, dude, guys, the Wii U is fucking dude. It's gonna get its sweet ass games, and it's got it's got a nice little staple of them. Not, not Monster once, Hunter 3, though, unless you like I, Monster Hunter. Yeah. I, I really hope, the way you're talking anyways, that the wonderful 101 isn't uh, only uh, well, downloadable. The thing is, it's, no, no, it's going to be physical, button. but the thing is, is the 101 seeing trouble with development in, in two areas. A, Nintendo is worried that it's not long enough. Because it's it's almost near completion, and they oh, feel for like God's sake. I mean, look at any of uh, of EA and Activision shooters, and if you can get enough out of that, I'm sure one wonderful 101 is wonderful. 101 is about seven hours. So what? I mean, I'm fine with that if it's good. Yeah. I'm fine with that, but especially to... if there's replay. Like, I mean, most of the shmups I play clock in at about an hour. We're talking about yeah, but you know, and I say this with the utmost respect. I mean. Well, okay, look at modern shmups. Again, that's I mean, that's another niche like even modern sh- they're even more expensive than what you think, too. Yeah, ex- and exactly. And, and I mean, but they they already cater to a market that will buy them regardless. We're talking right, about yeah. a much more open-ended general market. But okay. let, let let me let me break it down like this. I understand that there is stuff to play on the Wii, but there is nothing coming out, nothing that I heard of coming out, nothing that is possibly going to come out for it that's exclusive. That makes me want to spend the money to buy it. I don't care about Zelda anymore. Mario, all they do is the same crap over and over again. I don't care about here, Mario here. anymore. Here, um, here. And 
unless they do something radically different, I'm not buying the damn thing. And I think there's a lot of people who are the same way. Even Nintendo fanboys don't are starting to not care anymore. Nope. Because they do the same thing over and over again. What b- besides Wind Waker's art style, what has been different over the last five Zelda games? They're the same game. You go to the Fire Temple, you go to the Ice Temple, you get the hook shot, you get the boomerang or whatever weapon you get, and then you go beat Ganon. They're always the same game. Mario's the same. There's there's no and I understand that Call of Duty makes millions of dollars being the same game, but if you want to sell a system to me or you want to sell a system to any serious gamer, you have to make something new and they're just not doing that. Something system selling. Nintendo has severely disappointed me, especially the last three or four years. I mean I have a three DS because I want to play Shin Megami games pretty much, but that's that's it. I mean and another thing Project Cross would, Zone should be on your list to play, I think, too. Yeah, I think I've heard about that. that's the one that's like crosses Shin Megami and something else, right? No, Fire, no, no, that's that's Fire like Fire Capcom, Namco, Sega, and a couple of other. Yeah, yeah, but there's another one. They do that Fire Emblem Shin Megami crossover Wii U. I'll yeah. buy yeah, a system yeah, for different. that. I will buy a system I, for I that. I don't know. I don't know, man. But what? Why? I mean, the 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 worst thing the. <sighs> We use biggest competitors, the 3DS, and they're putting better games on the 3DS than is on the Wii U at the moment. So when if someone at comes into you, a better price point, no less. Yeah, yeah, and if someone comes into you and asks you, "Hey, what should I buy, a Wii U or a 3DS?" You're gonna tell them a 3DS. You know what's funny is I've been, play, I've been doing it. Okay, this is me, and I don't know. I think I'm that fucking weird guy because I kind of notice like the irony and what I'm. Well, the the I don't want to use irony. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna notice the ridiculousness in this. I've barely touched my 3DS in my portable games. What I'm mostly playing when it comes to portable is my Vita. I'm always finding shit to play on my Vita. And I've been playing my Wii U a lot more than I give it credit for. Like, let's just, can we, can we jump into what's in your console? Because I feel like this is, this is important. Yeah, this is a good place to do it, yeah. Wait, I was going to say, I, because, one, yeah, go ahead. I'll make one comment before we go to what's in your console. This is my one, one Christmas wish. I hope that Nintendo fails as a hardware developer and becomes just a software developer. That's my one Christmas wish. I, don't I think it's, it'll, it'll, it'll never happen with the 3DS I, being so popular. I, I know. I think it's I, going to be. Well, let's let's not uh, talk about the, uh, the 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 handheld market because, like, you look at Microsoft, for example. We saw Mech Assault on the DS, so it can happen. It can work. As far as home developed stuff, yeah, I kind of hope that uh, that Nintendo pulls a Sega and soon. Mm-hmm. I, I I want their I believe that Nintendo would make so much more money if their stuff was multi platform. It's so funny, like I'm I'm sorry. I'm just kinda marveling at like some of the traditionalist uh perspectives that we have because me, dude, like I, I don't I want Nintendo to be the last bastion of traditional game design and I want it to remain that way. Yet Sare, most traditional game I right, the, I, 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 th- I have known like actually wants that. But like it's just so funny to me. Like I'm, and I'm again. It's I. I don't want you to think like I'm picking on you. I'm just I'm no, just no. noticing that contrast because like <laughs> you would prefer physical media, even though I've embraced like digital media. But fuck, like I do not want Nintendo games on another console because I feel like that would be diluted. I like how proprietary Nintendo is. In fact, yeah, I the, love the how problem- proprietary they're being with E3 when they're just saying fuck E3. We're gonna do Nintendo Direct. And I'm excited for Nintendo Direct. Like I don't know. It's weird. But, I mean, when you say that, too, though, I mean, you say that you hope Nintendo's going to be the last bastion for traditional gaming. But, I mean, they've already sort of shuffled off that coil and they've just, you know, fallen into the mediocrity that everyone else does anyway. We're, it's we their own about brand of mediocrity. Star Wars? What the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly, I just want to say that that topic went 
the train went off the rails, <laughs> turned into a jet, and it flew away. <laughs> that is what just happened. That's oh, all. That's all. Rainbows coming from its engines. Yeah, pretty much. We started with my hope for EA and Star Wars and went to my abysmal hatred it's, of Nintendo as a hard one. It's, it's come full circle, honestly. <laughs> Jesus. No, but okay. So hold on. But that was the point. press pause radio State of the Union address. <laughs> for video games. It really was. <laughs> Not even a news segment. Right. Just I just call it that. Fuck it. That's how we handle news all the time, and you know it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. It's very true. <laughs> Jesus. No, but like. All right, I, I don't know. Then we'll save that. We'll okay, dude. Rain check. We'll fucking yeah. save it for George, dog. Dog ear that one for later. <laughs> George, what's in your console, George? What's in your console, dude? I've been playing a lot, but you know what? I've been playing fucking tank, tank, tank. Man, I've been digging the fuck out of tank, tank, tank. In fact, I'm putting in the show notes. I made myself a kitty, and I love it. Oh, it's so okay. Hey, is that free to play now? It's going to be free to play soon, and that's, oh. like, really disappointing in a sense where, like, okay, so, like, I bought it, so it kind of makes me mad as a consumer that it's going free to play, but it is, the way they're doing it is what's disappointing me, because then I was just like, well, cool, I get to play this with, like, you know, other people, because they're also talking about online support, because that's the thing that's holding this back, but essentially, Tank 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 is, like, the spirit, it's, like, spiritual Dreamcast 2013, like there's so many, there's so much about that game in its energy. Like, I kind of like the best way I can describe it is it really feels like uh, it feels like Power Stone meets Perfect Dark, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And it's fun though. Uh, they're basically, as you can imagine, you're all little miniature tanks, and there are several different arenas. And there's four main modes. Like superficially, the game's incredibly shallow. There's only four modes. Like that's all there is to the game. There's only so much you can do in it, which, again, I mean, if you look back at it, it's pretty much got the capacity of a Dreamcast game back in the day. But, like, it's so fun that, you know, I would recommend it. It's, like, the only thing in, like, I don't, it makes me feel like shit because, like, the big mark that I can mark against it is little replay value because there's only so much you can do. But that game's great in bursts. Like, it's been the best party game here at the house. And and it's price point. That's such an intimidating price point for it because, I mean, what, it's, like, 50 now still in retail? And digitally, I feel right? I feel like it's it both really ends. 50? It's fifty. That's yeah, weird. I it thought, used I to be. For sure that, I thought for sure it was forty bucks. No, I should be like I don't know. I say it's it, it would be much easier to swallow if it was forty, but um, essentially, like what you're doing is you have four different modes. You can do a story mode where essentially you fight like waves of enemies, like tinier, uh, tinier enemies, and you just got to... It's, 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 it's time attack the game. Like, all modes are pretty much, other than, like, local verses, uh, are all ranged upon time attack to determine your success. And, uh, for example, the monster hunt, you're, you're essentially fighting waves of enemies until you build up to a boss, and you got to try to defeat the boss within the time limit. And the boss can do different things, and you, you know what I mean? You're all working together to fight this boss. So it's pretty much co-op that's the meat of the game and then like the the one thing that really utilizes the wii u is my kong mode where essentially uh, one character actually gets to play as a boss monster and that's the character that's the player with the wii u gamepad while everybody else plays on the tv screen trying to take him down so that that mode has definitely been like the most played and then, of course, there's just versus arena mode. And even the arenas have, like, a really awesome design. And, I mean, it's it's incredibly... 
like it's very similar in the uh, arcadey arena gameplay that you'd find in Power Stone in terms of like all the different weapons that you could find to bolster your weapons and just like the fucking shitty mayhem. And it's like, I don't know, it's got such a personality. You can like everybody takes turns taking pictures of themselves and they can do it over with overlays. Like I said earlier today, I posted the one that I love the most. Me is a kitty cat. And I'm going to put that in the show notes. But in terms of like party play, and just like design and charm and like aesthetics, like the game, the game is so fucking beautiful looking. Like, like imagine the art style and color of a Dreamcast game, honestly. And then imagine it redefined and fully utilizing like all the specs that you can basically find out of a finely tuned 1080p resolution fucking game. And and you will find that in Tank Tank Tank. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm also reviewing Evo Land. And I'm going to have the review up soon. And that game, I don't know, man. It's really, really good. But I, I, at the same time, I can't help but fault it for why it's good. Because it's incredibly dependent on, like, a video game player's nostalgia. Like, I don't know. It does a good job being fun in, in certain elements. But other than that, like, it's really derivative. It, it, like, that game is, it, it's fan service the game. But it does it in a really cool way. Like, for example, you basically start off the game with Game Boy aesthetics, like literally Game Boy monochrome aesthetics. And what you're doing is essentially when you're fighting items, you're not they're not actually items. They're features of the game. And I mean, they're bare bones features. Like when you find these chests, they'll unlock color or improved resolution or music or sound effects or the fact that you get the ability to attack now or now you've unlocked hearts. So now you can, you know, take damage. And it basically juxtaposes between two different playstyles. Like, classic RPG, overworld, random battle, turn-based, and then Zelda-style, where you're, it's an action RPG, top-down. And it goes through all these different visual designs. So, at one point, it's an 8-bit game, and then it's a 16-bit game, and then it's a 32-bit game with PlayStation graphics, and then it's a 64-bit game with PlayStation graphics. But then, it recedes back to Sega Saturn, and then it does like a tiger handheld electronics. Like it's all fan service. It's all like this is shit that I can relate to because I grew up with video games. And the attention to detail and the way they deliver it is fucking beautiful. But now, like, you know, no offense. Let's just say I recommended this game to like Jack or just a younger player that doesn't get these references. Even though like some of them are pretty obvious and some of them aren't. Like like some of them are like okay for example i i got like this i'm I'm at the 64 area so it's all polygon ass polygon like Mm -hmm. super mario 64 polygon and then i just unlocked the feature that that allowed texture mapping so now everything's textured and looks better and that's like that's a part like that's a thing that you unlock in the game yeah i do like that but it's good because it is definitely fan service but i think it, it, it builds on that nostalgia you know that's really all it is. Like, I mean, yeah. as a game, it stands alone. Only, it, well, you know what? It really doesn't because it's kind. Of, it's it's a little bit derivative. It, it, kind of, it relies on that pretty much. It, really. It's wholeheartedly dependent on like the on the fan service it delivers. So, well, which know. isn't isn't a bad thing. But I mean, yeah, it definitely probably wouldn't stand on as a game on its own two feet on its own two feet. But you know, it's it's good to have that. You know, I mean, I obviously I played like you know Blood Dragon, and a big part of that was the nostalgia, but. It's a solid game even before that. You know, before you add that layer, it's still a good game in its own right. You know, I think it, in order to be a great game, it has to have both. But I still think for just enjoying it and just you know loving it for that nostalgia, there's nothing wrong with that. 
But I think you, I think you have to know that going in. Yeah, you kind of do. Like the game markets itself as that, so yeah. I can't say that it's deceptive. But mm. still, like, I mean, if you're not like, for example, Half Minute Hero, like, really uses a lot of that same fan service. Like, there's a lot of like RPG tropes and like, like very like inside joke humor towards the culture of RPG video games. Yeah, but it. Yeah, but there's still like it still stands on its own as a game because of all these different mechanics that make it awesome, and it goes around this gimmick that actually feels really full fledged. The deeper you get into that game, Evo Land isn't. It's just it's really derivative, but it masks that like that very repugnant nature of it being so derivative with all this fucking insane fan service over like Japanese game design culture and just video game culture over the last twenty years and and what it is. So I don't know. And like it is it, it I mean it takes itself seriously in the fact that it, it is literally an evolving video game. Like that game dramatically it drastically changes like over the span of 3 hours and it's and it, that's awesome. But I don't know, like on its own it's not a game that really stands. So I don't know. I, I liked it, but I'm going to have more of my review. Like it's really that that was that game was, was a lot harder to review than I thought. Um, I played Gears of War Judgment, too, and I reviewed that. You can find that on the site, and, like, man, that... People can fly really fuck that up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, it. they did a... Like, the Declassified... Let me let it be known that Declassified is, like, one of the coolest things ever. And then that, like, that appeal, that, that like, that fucking initial fun factor literally lasts for 20 minutes. And then it's... That, that is a derivative in design. And I feel like they they modernize Gears of War in the worst way. Like, they take the parts that I love about Gears of War and they give it first-person shooter mechanics that I actually play Gears to avoid. So... We all agree it should have just been Bulletstorm too. <laughs> that is honestly what they should have been doing. They should have just left Gears at 3, been done with it, and just... Yeah, and just, just, just let them do Bulletstorm too. but no, it'll never happen. They need to just base it off of a, you know, established franchise. They don't let anything else change right. or anything i don't i don't, I don't it, think that they i don't it, think they, it, they fucked up judgment it's it's just so weird that all happened right when all these like key people were leaving epic it's so like that whole thing i bet there's a lot of stuff there we didn't know about well it's, okay. it's just so it's, it's so interesting all that stuff was happening at that time like i said J- judgment isn't a bad gears game it's just so such a blasé gears game like it's the one you can skip you know i just i really i don't know it does Hardly, like, there are certain elements, like, I, I, I will say this. I, I like that it, it's basically, it very, it very much focuses on catering to Gears veterans and changing it up. And though I don't like some of the changes, I still appreciate it. Like, there, there's just certain nuances that you come to learn from that game. Like, there's, they, they get all the fucking crazy locusts from the third one, and they introduce more, like, the Rager. Like, this fucking locust that just, like... You shoot him enough, he's just like, fuck this! And he hulks out, drops his gun, and runs at you. And then you sort of learn, like, okay, if I have the Lancer, fuck shooting this guy. I'm just gonna fucking chainsaw him to death. And you can do that skipping his whole bullshit transformation. Like, that alone, that's a nuance of that game that instills tactics, which is what I love about Gears. And then, like, multiplayer. Multiplayer, I'm gonna say, is the worst. That is the worst fucking multiplayer in any Gears game. Mm -hmm. It's the worst it's been pretty much it's pretty pretty bad like overrun is fucking dog shit cog versus cog is just fucking stupid the maps are like the level design is already pretty bad in the campaign like that was another thing like 
the level design in like say Gears Gears of War two to three, like they they did shit to change it up. Like everybody remembers like the part with the worm. Everybody remembers Jacinto, and everybody remembers like just even the introductory level of like the third one on the fucking giant ships and like the way they changed up like architecture and movement. I, Judgment is just corridors. Like that's all that game is. It's just fucking corridors and arenas. So I don't know. It, it had so much more going for it, and I'm not even going to talk about Monster Hunter Three. And like I, I just want to say for the people who didn't like my review and said I should stick to playing baby games, you guys, you're all fucking weird. Like that game, dude. <laughs> like that. That game just asks for way too much investment. And granted, like I really feel like that game benefited from the Wii U, but it's still, it's still like kind of a shitty game before it came to the Wii U. So meh. And they didn't do much with it at all. I don't know. I'm kind. Of, I'm, I'm curious to actually check out the Monster Hunter MMO. Maybe that will respect my time. Who knows? I got back to Final Fantasy XI, but I've always talked about Final Fantasy XI. You know what I'm doing in Final Fantasy XI right now? I'm just fucking leveling in Guskin Mines. That's the same all thing doing. you've been doing for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Burn! Goddamn. <laughs> Man, That's okay. all right, all right. I, 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 I've been level eighteen since two thousand eight. You're a bastard. All right, James, you smart fucking guy. Your turn. What's in your console? Oh man, I really haven't been playing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I've been playing that game dev tycoon thing that I think got a lot of got a little bit of press because of the way that he handles pirates a couple weeks ago. So I reached out to them and got a copy of that. It's a, it's it's pretty good. I mean, if if you've played uh, ever played Game Dev Story um, on mobile, it's it's pretty much the same. It it goes a little bit deeper as you get further onto it because you can like you could develop your own engine pretty much from the bat, right off the bat, and you can do a bunch of other stuff that you can't didn't really go as deep in Game Dev Story. But um, it's it's very it gets very difficult once you get to the like hey I've like where you actually get employees because you start out in your garage. And then as you get enough money, you go to an actual office. And once you get to the office, it kind of it's, – it's very um, – how do I say it? It's very uh, accurate in that after about a year or two, you'll, you'll, you'll go to business. So there's that. And I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls. I've pumped about 50 hours into Dark Souls in the past two weeks, and I beat it. All right. Can I ask your honest right. opinion? Can I, would you recommend me just try out Dark Souls right now instead of Do you like Demon like- Souls? I'm stuck in Demon Souls. I like it, <laughs> but I'm stuck. I, I just found I, out what to do. I think Dark Souls is easier to handle than Demon Souls is. I think Demon Souls is a lot harder because there's a lot more systems involved. They actually take out some things in Dark Souls. They take they take it away from Demon Souls. But uh, I think Dark Souls, yeah, I think it's worth a. Tr- you should give it a try. It's only twenty bucks anymore, so I mean, it, it's not something that it's going to be a huge investment. And you can, and it'll at least it'll at least get forty hours out of you if you if you get if you fall into it. And don't be afraid to use wikis because they will they will probably save your life in that game because you won't get so frustrated if you use a wiki. But see, yeah. all right, can we like all right, hold on. So just to clarify, because that, that's a kind of a point. So Final Fantasy XI, ten year game, huge, expansive, so much, so much going on. There's even more that veteran players still like learn and that's the beauty of it but sometimes you need a wiki i'll defend it for that game but like 
For example, I completely wholeheartedly disdain the fact that a wiki is not recommended. It's fucking required for Monster Hunter, and that's disgusting. I hated that, especially when the game isn't even that in-depth in its complexity. It's just so fucking cryptic and terribly designed that a wiki needs to be involved. So what, what, in what sense do you rec- are you recommending a wiki for Dark Souls? Or um, Demon Souls, for that matter. Is it recommended or required? I would recommend. I th- I think in in some places it's required because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff, a lot of boss fights, where you would probably not figure out how to beat this boss if you didn't if someone didn't tell you. There's a couple of boss fights where you really can't even damage the boss. There's actually these two things on the side you're supposed to go hit, and and then you're like like there's this one boss near the end of the game. I'm not gonna name the boss, but Instead of actually attacking the boss, you have to attack these two like orbs on the left and right hand side, and then you have to wait for the floor to crumble and then dive off of the floor onto a path and go under the boss in order to kill it. And that's not explained to you at all unless you have something to tell you that that's what you need to do. So, I mean, it, it can get... there. There's a lot of very cryptic stuff, and it's also good for wikis just to find out like good equipment because it's very... It's very cryptic as far as what equipment is good and what equipment isn't good. Yeah. Like what equipment you should have and what equipment you shouldn't have and like how equipment works and it's it's very strange in how that works, but I think if you want to enjoy Dark Souls, I mean, just just re- read the wiki and and I think you'll actually enjoy it more. I actually enjoyed reading wikis and finding out what I what I wanted to do, what they wanted me to do. With Although it. with all that said, I still prefer Demon Souls over Dark Souls in the end. When when I when I'm playing when I because like like I said I played through Dark Souls I played through Demon Souls a lot before I went back to Dark Souls again and I right. think Demon Souls is a lot more technical and it's also just a more stable of a game I think because well that's Demon just Souls- it and it's it's also better laid out you know with the whole Nexus thing I really enjoyed how it uh, it sort of it was more cohesive for that instead of just this one huge meandering environment that you sort of wondered well where's the end of it. Am I really yeah. making progress? Yeah, it's, it's you. You almost don't know if you're making progress because you don't know if if you've been here. It it doesn't yeah. even tell you where. Like, because the first thing you have to do is ring two bells. It doesn't even tell you where both the bells are. So you kind of have to find it on your own. And then, um, and, and if you don't, if you don't open up the shortcuts, I mean, you you'll get like a an a ability to warp around, but not until very late game. So um, a lot until like thirty hours in. But at, and at that point, there's a lot of walking and running involved. And, and I can understand how people would not like the game very much. I mean, that's, I, I get it. But I just, I think it's my, probably one of my favorite combat systems in an action game. In like an action sort of RPG standing. I like the fact that you have to be, you have to know when to parry, when to dodge, when to block. I love it. I think it's one of the, one of the funnest games to actually sit down and play. Even though it may be infuriating. I can't wait for Dark Souls 2. That's prop that that is my system seller right there is Dark Souls two. Watch dogs, fuck that. Dark Souls two. Where where where, where 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 are the quick saves? Hmm? Where are the quick saves? It saves <laughs> it's it saves every couple of minutes automatically. Can I buy a DLC to make it easier? Season pass. No, you should probably keep playing Pokemon, Andy. I haven't played Pokemon <laughs> in a while. I'm gonna go or back for Xbox. Go play go go play Angry Birds and Candy Crush, pussy. I don't play Candy Crush. Fuck you. That game's hard. I couldn't get past the goddamn <laughs> tutorial boss. Fuck that game. 
<laughs> and he's the only guy who can't get away with not liking Demon Soul. <laughs> I I like games that have quick saves. I like games that hold my hand and make me feel like I, I like games where out. I push a button and then it just says fucking done. Game Level over, done. you win. Game over, you, you win. win. I like those games. I don't like games that are hard and assume that I know stuff because I don't. So fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, wait, James, are you done? Yeah, that's, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, I played Bioshock One again, and I and I think Bioshock One is better than Infinite, but that's besides. No, I'm with with you, actually. I'm with you on that. Like, it's a better game. Of course you'd go to me, because now, when I talk about what's in my console, I'm just going to prove my point that I play baby games. (laughs) You fucking did that shit on purpose. (laughs) It's a a proper segue. What do you want? What do you want from me? God damn it. I just don't want people to know this about me. Motherfucker, if they've been listening to this show for the last four years, it's fucking old news, dog. What what lie are you living? Yeah, I know. One day. (laughs) (laughs) One day I'll play a game that's actually a game. So what's been in my console? Poker Night, the inventory too. Really? <laughs> so there you go. There's that. Just proving what's everyone's funny, point. Telltale is just like now trying to get back to us with getting a review copy for that for us. So do you, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I was kind of debating. Like, do we really need to review a fucking Not game really. poker? It's, it's just you get to listen to those game. guys talk to each other and you play kind of okay. Texas Hold'em. The end. And Omaha. 3.5 Wait, what? I watched Dana play oh, that Omaha. game. I watched Omaha, Dana I, Omaha I actually likes. It makes it a little bit easier for me to understand what's going on. Because <laughs> I'm not good at poker. I was like... I just, I, I just like listening to them talk to each other. I, yeah, dude. I fuck. That, that's, that's, that's really the game, honestly. Like, terrible at poker. It's Yeah, like I'm terrible at poker, and I don't know how to like look at tells or know when they're bluffing. I just like that they talk to each other, so I really don't care how much money I lose. I just GLaDOS like, is in there, the too, right? Yeah, she's the dealer. Oh. Or, or it, it's dealer, I guess. Yeah, it's the character interactions that's really the only reason to get that's that. That's the only game. reason why you really play it. Yeah, I mean, I can really give two shits about the poker, but it, it's cool to, like, get the unlockables. And the really cool thing about Poker Night the Inventory 2 is you actually get you get stuff for, like, um, so you get tokens now, which I don't think they had in the first one. You earn tokens when you win or when you do well. And the tokens that you earn, you can use towards, like, purchasing uh different kinds of felt for the table different types of cards and different kinds of chips and if you it just sounds like it should have been better off being just a mobile game um, but you know what the price is it, right? it, 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 it is coming right. out it is coming out on ios so i mean it, it probably will happen but yeah i mean it's like 10 bucks on 360 which honestly is way too i, I still don't mind paying 10 bucks i think it's worth it but steam has it for five so if you're gonna get it on any kind of platform get it on steam it's five bucks um 360 and ps3 it's 10 but I think it's still worth it just for the dialogue options, just to hear those characters interact with each other. And and like I was mentioning, when you unlock the different kinds of felt, poker chips, and poker cards, when you get all three of a certain franchise, like whether it's Army of Darkness or, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Venture Brothers, then like the actual like level, like the actual place where you're playing poker will change, and it correlates to like that franchise. So like when you're doing the Venture Brothers one, you know, it has things from the show. And Brock Sampson's the dialogue. Um, a little bit, yes, yes, it will. It, depending on their surroundings, so you have one for each franchise. The the hardest one to get is Portal Two, which I'm still trying to unlock some of those. That's that's by far the hardest one to unlock. But it's fun if you're a fan of any of those series. It's fun just to get those references and to see those things, those interactions. It, it's really a lot of fun. Um, you know, I mean, that's, that's really what you pay the money for. It's not about the poker. It's not about because 
you know, I, I remember James and I were talking about it because your wife wanted to play it and do like multiplayer, and mm-hmm. we were like, well, you can't really do that. You know, it, it's all about you being the silent protect, you know, the silent person there at the table. And they're, you know, talking and, you know, interacting and you're just there to listen. That's really the only thing that game really does well. But it's good. It's good for that. So pretty fun. But it's also a game for babies. So that's why I've been playing. Um, what are the baby games you've been playing? Yeah, no, that was actually a comment that I got from my Monster Hunter review. Go back to your baby, baby games. Baby games. Tell them to play, play, play Poker Night at the inventory. Might as well. No, I asked them, please show me the direction of the baby games in which I need to be playing. I don't know about them. Maybe I should um, just call Andrew. Yeah, I, I have all the baby games for you. Um, what else? Is there I play? for you, dude? I'm always here, man. Don't you worry, I got you. Um, I played the Fuse demo, and it kind of makes me sad because I really liked it, but that game is going to get overlooked faster than I did when I was growing up. <laughs> Holy crap, oh, man! <laughs> that that game is no one's going to care about it. It's and it's sad because it looks and plays. It, it's really fun. I blame like, Hayes. Uh, oh, and fracture. Didn't free radical. Can could just blame free radical for that? Okay, yeah. Okay, but here's the thing about about fuse. It's not really doing anything new. It just I think when you play it, it does a lot of those things pretty well. It, it's not the best game in the world. It's not going to reinvent the four player co op game. But I think when you're playing it, it, it's just genuinely fun. It's third person cover based co-op with crazy weapons i mean it like i just described three of the games you've probably already played like gears of war um you know any third person cover based game you army know two. army two i mean even like left for dead since oh, it is like more of a co-op experience it's not star multiplayer trek game, the star trek game the new one is a third person cover based shooter yeah i heard it's pretty bad too very bad yeah everyone's doing third person cover based stuff but the cool thing about fuse is um you know, obviously, I think the most enjoyment is going to come out of playing with three other people. And honestly, that's the only thing I've been playing lately. I don't play multiplayer games. I, I really just play like the co-op stuff. Like we we play a shit ton, or we did at least. We haven't for a while, but we played a fuck ton of Mass Effect Three co-op. Mm-hmm. Just so much fun. Get three other people on there, you know, and just and coordinate and have fun. And that's what I think Fuse is going to be. Um, and the cool thing is that it's Insomniac doing it, which. I think the cool thing with that is they, they do like the crazy over the top weapons like they like you've seen like in Ratchet and Clank games. Like there's one guy who has a gun that has like an actual shield that'll come up and then you know you can like shoot behind him because it shoots through the shield, but stuff coming forward won't you know it won't hit you. It'll hit the sh- it'll actually hit the so shield. So it's, it's like a one way shield. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's like you know there's someone that does like the stealth. There's someone that does the sniping. There's someone that does like you know blowing up shit. Like it has all your you know your classes like you know stereotypical things that you get in a co-op game fart gun or bust. Just, what's that i said fart gun or bust i mean a shark gun would be really good too if they could do that i'd be really happy about that wait again a gun shaped like a shark or good? no it shoots sharks like shoot shark sharks, yeah yeah shark gun. um but that's cool lately the weapons are really cool and over the top and and honestly i was just thrilled when i watched the trailer and someone did a hurricanrana because i'm a big wrestling fan so i saw that i was like oh shit i gotta buy this it's really the only reason why I bought No More Heroes in the beginning because it, he did suplexes and DDTs and stuff like that. That game was awesome. It was. Well, I mean, except for like when you drive around on the bike. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, the main missions—that was the shit. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it looks really cool. I'd love for other people to get on this and like do some really fun four-player co-op. But like I said, man, it's it looks generic as shit. It's EA published and it's coming out in May. 
like no one's gonna buy it and it's kind of it's kind of a shame because the demo actually if you play the demo like you might actually kind of enjoy it because i really did june's I gonna just, i don't know june's gonna be like one of those games that blows its load our months that blows its gonna uh load early because it's got remember me and then last of us what else is coming out in june project cross zone yeah there's okay there's that one so there's three games yeah i don't know what else is coming out in june not really. No, summer's pretty dry up until September. Yeah, we kind of blew our load pretty hard at the beginning of the year. Yeah, the last, first three months of the year. This June 14th, yeah. June 14th. And that'll really be the only like big title coming out in the summer. Oh, SMT4 is coming out in July. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about big titles. Yes. I mean, it's big to oh, us. Dude, it this, is. It it's is. literally going to be the us. biggest DS game there is. That seems a little... I don't know, that seems exaggerated. Like, physically, silly. it's going to be huge. Like, no, yeah, it's, it's a big ass box, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not but like I mean, in terms of like exposure, just like literally, this is huge. Yeah, the game itself, um, I think, is fully voiced though. It's going to be a pretty big cart. I'll yeah. play it. It's just I don't like that. It's old school Shumigami Tensei. Like it's. I wish it was Persona, but I mean, we, we'll, we'll get. Persona Apparently, so does like everyone, but everyone else. Everyone else is spoiled on Persona. So yeah, yeah. people who knows what's what though knows. Apparently, that, like, everybody's told me to like Persona something. Three. I need to play it on the portable because Persona Three. No, you don't. On as PSP, long as... fuck that shit, man. They are lying to you. The only, the only reason it's be- it's better to play on the portable is because you can actually control the other two party members. Yep. That's- that's and that's what sold it to me. Nope. And at the same at the same time though, as long as you're playing Persona Four, you don't have to worry about it because Persona yeah, no, I mean, Four is a better I got game Persona anyway. Four and Vita, and so far I'm actually so, yeah. kind of playing it. But I'm you, you don't I'm, have to worry I'm still about farther. I'm still farther in the PS2 than I am in the Vita because I'm either playing Super Crate Box or I'm finishing up Gravity Rush. And I've already talked yeah. about Gravity Rush. And, and, times. and I, I think the reason why not a lot of people like the regular Shin Megami, like the mainline Shin Megami games, is because, I mean, and, and Dana is the same way. She absolutely loves Persona. She's played through Persona 4 on the PSP. She's like halfway through her new game plus. She's played it multiple times on the PS2. But it's the first person dungeon crawling she doesn't like. Oh, I love the first person dungeon That's crawling. That's what she absolutely does not like about uh-huh. those games. Love that. Like, there's a game that's like that I reviewed uh, two years ago that's like that, that's also out on Vita that you can check out. Uh, Unchained Blades. And I think it does it the best. Nocturne like, was third person, though. She didn't like Nocturne. Really? Even though Digital it was third Devil person? Saga. Doctor, Nocturne's a little hard. Yeah, it, it is. Hard. Digital oh, yeah. Devil Saga is kind of weird. But It was good, look, though. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed I, that. The only good thing about Persona, I'm still pissed that they say the better version of Persona 3 is on PSP. That's fuck it. What? No. Oh, and, that's, and that's that's what I'm getting. But I, I the don't only like good Persona thing 3. about the PSP like version Persona of Persona 3, 3 is it's easier to flush down a toilet than a PS2. <laughs> that's what you do with that. God flush it down a toilet. All right, so you're you're obviously done, Sarah. What's yeah, in your console? I am. God damn, I'm uh, done. I've been playing a lot. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, I went you all need the to way narrow th- it down, buddy. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, no, the most important stuff, like I went through Pandora's Tower. I'm not sure if we went through that last time we uh No, we recorded, didn't, actually. Did it's good. Last time. It's really good, actually. Um, so, it basically, though, it's like hook, hook shot the game. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, I, you know what's funny is I'm hearing such, I have not popped in Pandora yet, but I'm hearing such a mixed, like, reception to it. There's either people who fucking love that game or hate it. I like, like, I mean, it was... It was a speedy game, that's for sure. I was able to beat it in something like four sittings, right? 
Oh wow, dude! I yeah. might actually just play that next because I, dude, I bought it. I need to play it, but I, I just like the companion mechanic. Like yeah, there was one point, Swift, yeah, that that I watched that game and like you're you're forcing the girl that you're trying to save to eat monster flesh and like yep. it's it's like like she's literally squirming. She's like, please don't make me do this. No, oh my god! Like <laughs> and she gags. Yeah, dude. Oh my god! It's fucking. It's pretty intense. But uh, I I can't tell you though. It's you'll see a definite change though as you progress through the game. Um. See. Uh, I've been yeah, but I, I, I like can't what really I saw. say more than that. Just because it's such a, a short, and it's not short in a bad way. Like it's it's made for multiple replays because there's a new game plus option in it, right? And there's something like seven endings. Huh. I'm probably gonna pop that game in next. That's what I'm gonna do. It. Do. No, like, it's honestly. I you know what I you know what I bought that I haven't touched yet, and I actually popped in the other night, and I only got through the intro. What's that? Uh, fucking Nino Cooney. <laughs> I, I still have yet to play it. After I saw what that game was about, Pleasant. I was just kind of like, I'm not so sure I want to bother with this. Other games kind of do it better. It's pleasant, though. It's worth it. Yeah, if yeah all it, it was definitely a very heartwarming game. intro. Maybe my, my, my tummy tickle. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the uh, Pandora's Tower is, uh, would be a good one to go through if you want something nice and nice and quick. It looks could, good on the Wii. Okay, because the Wii U upreses all Wii games, so fuck. Yeah, it does. like I mean, the textures the textures are still going to be a little weird, but uh, oh, but it looks good. But though. it's still it's it'll still look good in HD because there's a lot of there's a high poly count, which is nice. Um, I also like that there's like only three characters in that game. Yeah. It keeps it nice and simple and you can focus on what really matters instead of having it all split up into some stupid fucking love triangle. I know. People describe that to me like imagine Shadow of Colossus, but instead of monsters, imagine like dungeons. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And I mean, even the bosses themselves are kind of Colossus-esque, right? Uh, but dude, the boss theme is epic. Wait until you hear it. It's going to be good. All right, you convinced yeah. me. I'm gonna no, play that. I'll talk it's about it on the game. Next show. I gave it a. I think I gave it a four out of five. Uh, you gave it a four point five out of five. Yeah, you five? gave it a near perfect score. I'm pretty sure I gave it a four, but uh, the only reason that I uh, that I gave it a four, and I'm pretty sure it was a four, was uh, you were correct. Because, I lied. Yeah, <laughs> there is a bug in it, and uh, the bug is. When you come out of uh, either the eleventh or the twelfth tower, or like uh, no, no, what it is, you gotta, you're gonna talk to Elena, and when you're done talking to Elena and you go out to do the next dungeon, you're going to crash your game at either the eleventh or twelfth tower because you can you can tackle either or at the time that you unlock them. But uh, there is a way around it though, and this is what I it's it's outlined in my review. What you do is instead of going to the next dungeon, save, restart the game. And then go from the start of that save, and you'll be able to go into the towers with no trouble. I just, I, I, I kind of want. I'm curious to see how X Seed goes to. It, it just crashes the game. It doesn't fuck up your game to where you have to start. No, it, yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't mess with your save or anything okay, like that. Because like it, other it, M, dude, other M's game breaking bug was just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's not game breaking. It's just game freezing. But it freezes it to the point that you gotta unplug it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, Nintendo Land did like did that to the Wii U for a while. They had to release oh, an yeah. update to Nintendo Land, and uh, like that fucking pissed me off. I couldn't even play Nintendo Land for like two months. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that it's really necessary to do a, a, um, a an update to fix it, but uh, I, they can't. The Wii, the well, Wii U structure, though. I'm sorry, the Wii structure is not designed for it. 
Only yeah, the but I mean, you, you were talking. You were talking about uh, other M. At some oh no, point. they they didn't yeah. update other M. It what what had happened is if you encountered yeah, he, the game breaking he, bug, you had to fucking copy your save file to an SD card and mail it to and Nintendo. then send it in. Yeah, yeah, you, you wouldn't need to do that. I mean, it's it's not that severe a a bug, and it's it's like I said, it's really easy to work around it without really interrupting the flow of the game. Oh God, there's yeah. one. You guys, well, that's what we should do. Should Games Club other M? No. Let's not and say we did. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> hey, so I, Super I, Metroid. I, I did it. Super Metroid is thirty cents right now for those Wii U owners who have not fucking played it. By the way, all 30, 30 cents. <laughs> fucking asshole. Anyway, <laughs> I, I I did buy it on my Wii actually. I just did that recently. So there yeah, you go. You didn't, didn't buy it for thirty cents, so fuck all. No, I bought it for more because I wanted to support the the cause. Good, I'm glad. So any anything else other than Pandora's uh, Tower? Yeah, yeah, a few different things like uh, Ridiculous Fishing. I've, I played that. You do like that game? That's an awesome game. Yes, it is. It's it's ridiculous, you might say, but uh, I won't. If you've got I, three, I won't. If, if you've got three bucks, buy the game. It's as simple as that. Hmm? Yeah. Pretty I'm much all right. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, I've uh, you're gonna hate me, George. I started playing Pokemon Black. Is it any good? It's good. I've been kind of debating it, man. Like I'm into it. I am. I'm breeding Eevees right now. Well, the fucking yeah. That's <laughs> what. When do you not do that in a Pokemon game? Just like well, dude, I don't know. It's, it's like yeah. that, that game. Just it, it's so derivative. And like I'm actually looking forward to Pokemon X and Y. Like all the new Pokemon they've showed off so far, I'm kind of liking. Yeah, panda there's Pokemon, a fighting panda. Yeah, yeah they're fighting panda. So <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, I'm kind of like that's probably where I'm gonna jump back into the series. Is probably X and Y. Yeah, because black and I, white. Yeah, I'll do the same. Black and white, man. <laughs> Fucking that, like even then, I've gone through Bulbapedia. I've looked and spoiled myself, and there's literally like four Pokemon out of that whole new batch that I really enjoy. All of them literally seem incredibly derivative. Yeah, like I, I've got an ice cream cone one, and there's some sort of stupid gear one, and. Yeah, those uh, are dumb. Those are the two yeah, dumbest. But then dumb. there's like there's there's like a fucking Sparta bug that he looks like a chariot. Yeah. 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 That one's cool. So there there there's an axe head dragon. That one's cool. But then there's like a transforming bug that like looks like a transform. He's a legendary. <laughs> dumb. So like, uh, but yeah, like black and white too. Uh, Daruna got white too. I got it for her for her birthday. And uh, in that game, you can catch wild EVs. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, I've got, well, she caught one, and then she caught two more and started breeding them. Then she gave me one of the eggs, and then I started breeding them, and I think I've got, like, seven of them now. Wait, so hold on. How how hardcore of a breeder are you? Do you breed for nature as well? Uh, Not yet, uh, depending on how that affects the Pokemon itself. It does. It affects their base EV points. Mm, okay. EV well, not is an EV. EV is an know, effort yeah. value. Oh my I, god! I oh my god! You're getting me back into this. <laughs> I've got a one right now that uh, I changed it to a Flareon straight off the bat at level one, and uh, it's got an adaptability uh, Pokebody with a, I think it's a, uh, oh god, uh, an like I forget the uh, the actual. Here, I'll look it up. You're not gonna get me back the, into this. The nature. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it's nature. nature. Yeah, Pokebody yeah. is a Pokemon trading card game term. See, well, I, I know all we, this. We call, it po- we call it Pokebody, but it's it's more or less the same thing. It's, it's the nature. Yeah. Yeah. There's the nature, and then there's um, 
No, there's ability in the nature. Nature is like sassy or grumpy. Those determine yeah, exactly. like where statistics build up, and then there's the actual inherent abilities like uh, fucking flame right, body. Yeah so, yeah, so yeah, so uh, my my Flareon has um, adaptability. Call him, call him Flareon. God damn it, he's Flareon. I I want. I just right want now, that okay. EV evolution. They just released the flying type one, and it, like the flying type one, to be honest, is completely different from what I imagined it would be. But I just want I want EV That's on. That's Sylveon, right? I just want a bigger EV, bigger normal type <laughs> EV on. There should be one like if you breed them all together, you get like a rainbow EV, and they can call it like Prismion or no, something like. Stop it! Awesome. Stop. Won't <laughs> won't allow for it. God damn it! Okay, so this this flare on is. Uh, I need more information. It doesn't say where to go. Well, um, all right, we'll we'll get to that just because oh, of time yeah, We will, but yeah, uh, basically, yeah. So, oh yeah, careful nature. There we go. Games Club Pokemon, you freaking nerds. Our <laughs> Game Fest. We'll do Games Fest of X and Y when it comes out. I'm What's down. Up? Yeah, I'm down Let's with go. that. If we, like, I'm actually buying a 3ds that's built for streaming. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's not a thing. That's a thing. No, it ain't. You're lying. Uh, it's, well, Are you getting uh, for that guy in his trunk again? No, fucking dude. You know, fucking, fucking Nico is Nico. Igor. Is, is, is Nico I actually asked Nintendo again? about that, eh? About uh, you asked Nintendo about to... Igor. No, I asked Nintendo about the stuff to uh, to hook up a DS to two LCD screens. It's about a two thousand dollar rig. Yeah, no, has, there, there are people that modify like that. the physical hardware and you can buy them already pre-modded uh, for like 400 bucks. Oh, nice. That's so I'm buying it just for streaming and plus it's the OG, OG um, fucking 3DS. So uh, I hate those things. I, I only like the XLs. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Oh, that's the way it is, right? So yeah, base, that's what I've been up to more or less, uh, except for playing the Jaguar. I've been playing some of that. I want to get more games for it, but they're really expensive, and I don't yeah. know why. They, yeah, but they're you know what they're they're not they're really common. So try not to spend too much. Well, I I'm not spending much. Like if I can find someone out there to uh, to find a copy of Wolfenstein 3D, I want that. Yeah, I want the Jaguar, but it's, I'm not paying 200 bucks for that. Fuck that. Oh, fucking Christ! No, it's totally not worth it's it. Retirement. Select feedback. that. fucking keep it quick we're just gonna do one email and then one facebook post because of time constraints so sorry about that uh, i promise you we will definitely get back to we've, we've got about a couple of ones that are still pretty good so i apologize again but we are making we're still staying on top of slight feedback i promise so let's read this one <coughs> west writes hey ppr crew just wondering hey. what you guys expect to hear from the microsoft press event coming up in may what do you want to hear? What do you not want to hear from the Connect Accepts company? 
Thanks, and uh, feel free to join us anytime in the Ballsrog Next Level Podcast. Oh, what do you know? Hey, hey. Oh, hey. Wait, I, didn't, I didn't know Ballsrog was still a thing. I miss him, though. All the best, Wes. Oh, he left his Twitter tag. At uh, Wesker J on Twitter. Wesker J. What, what? So... I tried to be on the Balls cast once, but... Uh, Dustin just told me to leave. And oh, Dustin's not even a thing. I know. I, he, he's not even. He's not even a. Uh, he. I wish he was though. Can well, we get him on the thing show? for us to make fun of, and that's the that's the way I want to keep <laughs> his legacy. Oh, I want to. want to. want to come. Bring him on the show and humiliate him. Oh God, he'd see it coming. I know he will. Still, it, it'd still be fun. Um. Yeah. All right. So, fun fact: May twenty fourth. Is it 24th or 23rd? 24th. So, the, the Microsoft reveal? Yeah. 21st. Oh, 21st. 21st? Yeah. Week from tomorrow. Yeah, as we that record. was the uh, the anniversary of the reveal for the 360 on MTV. It would be. Yeah, so that's exactly what they're doing. It's just going to be hardware. All right, so... I guarantee what, that's in What do I not want to hear? I, I do not want to hear them call it the Xbox 720, and I want people to stop fucking calling it that. Um, the the rumor right now is it's Xbox Infinity, and I don't care. Infinity going on. Yeah, just wait. The next one's gonna they're gonna call it Infinity Plus One, and I'm gonna yeah, hate yeah. that too. I kind of want it to be called the Durango. Is that bad? <laughs> I would. Yeah. I, I you know also. what? I've been hearing either Xbox Infinity or Xbox Next. And next box. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next. Why would that be? I uh, I I just wanted to be called. Xbox? The question mark. Yeah, the the question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox? Huh? Okay. I'd be okay with that. I don't know. I personally Xbox spelled E X. I personally they do not. Just call it- Ooh, shit. Ooh. I like it. I like that a lot. Or, or they could just call it Interobang with you know the Interobang uh, punctuation. That's it. Just the that's one. A, that's already the name of a uh, indie studio. They're developing Super Combo Man. Fuck. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Indeed. Never mind. Never mind. Um, I I don't know, man. I, the only thing I really want out of it, you mentioned the Kinect. I don't want them to reuse the old Kinect hardware because that shit's fucking dumb. It's it's not. We tried. We gave it a shot. I gave it a shot, and no. And you like baller beats? That was your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> also, Crimson Dragon seems to never be coming out. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not gonna come out. Like like um, it was out a year ago, and they're like, it's come out this summer. They should nope. just adapt that to controllers and have that at Haas. Mm-hmm. Fucking, um, but yeah, no, if you're going to do something Connect inspired just make a new Connect. at this point. Like, you really just got to make a new one, because, like, that fucking, like, the voice, <coughs> the voice control is not good. The, the fucking, the one-to-one ratio is completely non-existent. Like, <laughs> just fucking make a new one. Don't. Have you guys seen that, uh, that Imagiroom stuff, or whatever it's called? I have not. It's like... Oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah, it's, that it's like... Stupid. God. I, I think it looks interesting. It's basically a projector you set up, and it, like, expands the window of your TV to your actual room to the point where it's, like, it can make, like, your your room look like it's cel-shaded, or it can make your room look like it's snowing in your room, and it goes with, like, whatever direction you're going. It, it does the, some, some weird stuff with basically projection that makes you feel like you're kind of like more in the game i guess it looks interesting not something i probably want to pay because i want i want my also cost five thousand dollars yes I, I want my games projected on black shelving that's gonna work 
I okay. So here's my prediction, somewhat of an interest. I kind of want Microsoft to uh, buy Oculus Rift, and I want that to be a new thing in the Xbox. I kind of want that. I don't want Oculus Rift to be its own thing. I want Oculus Rift to be a part of the Xbox. There we go. That's my thing. All right. So there's my prediction. And I mean it, too, because Oculus Rift, I haven't yet to try it out, but it looks fucking rad. Especially for that game that I, I feel so sad that it's not going to get funded on Kickstarter, Among the Sleep, where you play as a two-year-old. Oh, survival yeah. survival horror game. That, that game looks freaking ridiculous. Yeah, but it looks so rad, dude. And I'd, like, with an Oculus Rift, it looks even more insane. Anybody else? Uh, what do I want? I would like for the next Xbox, because I'm assuming that from what we've been hearing in terms of rumors and speculation, we're probably not going to see either next-gen system have backwards compatibility straight out of the system, like put in your 360 game or put in your PS3 game and it just plays. But what I'd like to see them do is come out with a separate drive, a la the HD DVD drive they did for the 360. That fucking where went really it, well. which which failed. But I would like because it really sounds like the next gen stuff is not going to have backwards compatibility out of the box, just from rumors and speculation. Which I mean, you know, I obviously you shouldn't read too much into that, but I hear it so much and so often. I kind of almost want to assume that's probably what's going to end up happening. But I'd like to them do a drive that you could buy separately, and they give you price points, right? So like if you just don't care about that and you're going to keep your 360 anyways. You don't need it. Just buy the next-gen system and just play the next-gen stuff. But if you did want to have that opportunity to do it, sell a separate drive that you can buy, hook up to your next-gen three, you know, Xbox, and it upreses your 360 games for the new-gen system. I, I would like to see that happen, because I don't think they're going to have backwards compatibility out of the box. I just don't think it's going to happen. But I can dream, but I, I really doubt it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Doubtful. Doubtful, very doubtful. But... For some people, it's not a problem. Just keep your systems hooked up and play those. No big deal. But I'd like for them to have that option. And it's almost pretty much a guarantee that, you know, a lot of us have been seeing this this Microsoft thing they've been doing with the $99 Xbox with two-year contract. If the next-gen system comes out, you're going to see that price point. Not $99, but you're going to see that get it for $200, $300 with two-year contract. contract, Or buy buy it. out the door for five six hundred bucks that's gonna happen and that's the the way they're probably gonna do it around the holidays if it comes out and at the end of the year that's the only reason why they've been doing that whole thing with the 360 it's been a test see if it's gonna work see if it's you know something they can actually work with and that's the whole reason they've been doing it just so they can come out with the next gen system and do it at that price point that That, subsidized pricing has worked really well for them and, and, and and phone's been doing it for years that's the only reason why people have iphone 5s and all these you know awesome phones because they would never pay that kind of money out the door just to get it with no plan. Seven hundred dollars like, for out the door. Yeah, people will say, "Okay, cool, Christmas is coming up. I can get the system right now for three hundred bucks." Yeah, I'm locked in for a two-year contract where I pay ten, fifteen bucks a month, but I still get Xbox Live Gold with it. That's gonna happen, and that's that's. I'm telling you, man, that's exactly what they're gonna do. There's I don't no know, question man. I don't. I don't think I like the idea of that. I don't like it, but it's gonna work. It's how many gonna... families are gonna? How many families are gonna look at Christmas and say? Well, I want to get the next-gen system for my kid. Do I spend 500 bucks for the PS4? Or do I spend 300 for the new Xbox? So, has the 500 price point That'd been be confirmed for the PS4? I, it, 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 it's heavily rumored, but nothing official. They'd be stupid to get it released any more expensive than that. 
Yeah, they can't because, I mean, look what happened with PS3 when that came out at 600. Like, Sony just posted profits for the first time in, like, five years for their gaming division. Like, they can't jeopardize that by saying, okay, here comes the new system, $700. They just, they just can't. I mean, they, they have to be smart about it. And, and that all this is going to be, if they both come out at the holiday time, there's they're going to be doing this back and forth shit until they come out. Xbox is going to make their announcement. Sony's going to make another announcement. And then it's just going to be that back and forth. Which I think is good because ultimately I think the consumer's going to win. Because they're going to try to one-up each other until they can come out with the best deal or the best value when it comes out. Console which is good too. for us. Uh, which I'm, I'm excited about because it makes it good for us ultimately. They're not rushing to production. They're not trying to beat each other out to the, you know... To the first one out. Well, it's going like to be a lot. It's going to be a lot exp- uh, less expensive too, because Sony this time isn't like trying to produce proprietary hardware. They're outsourcing shit. Yeah, it's. I, I'm pretty excited about that. I don't think I can get both at launch, but like, and, and honestly, it's one of those things. Like most people worry about getting first gen anything, or not not first gen, but like the first iteration of any kind of new hardware. But yeah. it's been it's been seven years, you know, in the making almost at this point. Like I, I think. You can probably be pretty safe knowing you buy it. It's probably going to be working pretty well, hopefully. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting a PS4. I can wait on the new 360. I'm sorry, I'm already <laughs> sold on PS4. I don't know, share man. Button. Xbox... Yeah, the share button is a cool feature, but I'm I'm interested to see what Xbox is going to announce. I, I wonder no, if they're going to I can wait on the 360. I bought a 360 at launch and I played Perfect Dark and Cameo. Fuck that. I can, uh, I can. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure I will now like relive that frustration with Knack. Uh, infamous second son and fucking kill zone and i don't it, care it, it, it comes in waves though i mean the xbox came out and what sold the xbox halo 360 came out yeah you're right like no no real system selling game came out initially do you think they'll have something with the new xbox is there a game that they can put out and say this is going to sell this system gears of war horizon forza edition <laughs> marcus phoenix <laughs> driving a car saying fuck yeah okay that might work i might buy that I'm all for it. Okay. So right. James, any, 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 any more discussion on the topic? Not really. I don't know. I'm not especially pumped on the idea of another another Xbox, to be honest, oh. because I don't know. Modern gaming, man. Why don't you guys just go buy Wii, Wii U? <laughs> I think, you know what? I think I'm probably going to stick with indie stuff oh, on no. PC. You're a piece of shit. Like, I hope, I hope you know that when you roll around in your bed that you share with your wife that you don't deserve. I hope you know you're holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to whisper in her ear and I'm going to say, we use a bunch of shit. Why you call Torch and Tom? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know why she'd even I, care, but I'm gonna do it. I, I'm gonna do it. I just picture getting the call. Like, Listen, I I just want to go back to bed, and I don't know what Andy's fucking going He's on. Me I gotta call you. This this fucking guy right here just told me I'd like, call you. Dude, till death do we part, right? It's a fucking thing. I got- <laughs> like, like why why did you why did you make him do this? Why did you rope me into this shit? I got school in the morning. Gonna like, you tell that son of a bitch. <laughs> She's gonna be the fucking mediator between you and me now. <laughs> okay. Why not? Fuck oh it. man. All right. All right. I'm. I'm. All right. Cool. Okay. So, a big Mike. He he writes. Uh, Aladdin for the Super NES is the bomb, along with Capcom NES games like Ducktales and Chippendale, and even Tailspin. Um. Yeah. So that's uh yes. You know what's funny is that uh, Pax Prime. Uh, fucking Phil Kohler was able to get a panel where that's the topic. Which Aladdin's better? 
The Aladdin for Genesis or the Aladdin for Super NES? And I find that fucking ridiculous. And I'm going. But it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. But that's a well, that's a thing I kind of want to talk about. Because that happened a lot. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's the Genesis one. Because who fucking throws apples at people? They both throw apples in both games. I don't care. The main weapon is a fucking apple in the Super NES one. Because swords are too dangerous. Yeah, but there's better platforming in the games of the long... I don't know. The Super NES had a better TV level. The Super... Sega Genesis looks a lot better. Uh, No, ah. There's no, ah. The animation's really good. The animation's good, but the fucking sound... I don't know. uh, Dude, I'm pro-Genesis. Believe me. I'm always pro-Genesis. But that one's a really fucking hard decision. No, it's not. It's the Genesis one. My okay, hold on. So my PS3 just turned on. I don't know how, and I don't know if you guys know this, but my miniature pincher dog hates it when my fucking PS3. Turns. I, I heard that, yeah. Yeah, so he's just whining for fucking. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. I don't even know why it turned on either. My shit's haunted. It's okay. Oh my god, dude, he hates <laughs> it though. Like literally, every time we turn on the PS3, we gotta go. And like now, he's picking up on it to where he just fucking barks and like, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I still hate it. <laughs> It's okay. Just cough really loud. Come here. You want to come on the podcast? Come here. Jump up, buddy. Jump up. All right. Anyway, he's just weird. They'll still <laughs> like him more than Sean. <laughs> God. This fucking podcast has uh, gotten mean. But anyway. Stabbers all of us. What, what, all right. Hey, hey, but Mike, we will talk about it. All right. You got to This does not make good radio. You got to calm down. All right. We'll talk about it in the topic. Let's get into the topic. Disney games. Disney's. Disney games. Our first Disney game was Tron for the Atari and Intellivision. (laughs) Was that really Disney Disney at that time, though? That was, I have it right here in my research materials. That was was Mattel. (laughs) Okay, so just a news update. Um, I accidentally turned on my PS3 myself. I guess I'm sitting on the controller. So. <laughs> Good one, dude. Done, done, done. Yeah, so it's okay. But the dog's pretty much calmed down now. I'm about to put him down. Okay, get dog. Your get butt's down. haunted. All right, anyway. Oh, shit. No, don't knock over. No. All right, anyway. Fuck, that was quick. <laughs> God. I almost knocked over my beer. Anyway. So, yeah. Was it really a Disney property when it came out, though? I feel like Disney purchased it. Uh, Disney purchased Tron? Yeah. That was a straight up Disney movie, dude. I know, but like the okay, it was first it was a game first. It was not a movie first. No, it was a movie, it was first. A movie first. They filmed really? it and they actually colored it after it was filmed. It was filmed in black and white. I, they I, hand I colored it. I thought it was a game yep. first. No, no, no. That's movie crazy. First. Yeah. Yeah, they had two Tron games. There was Deadly Discs and uh one other one. The according, to this, according to this thing, there's three. There's Deadly oh, Discs. Yes. Solar Sailor and Mazatron. Right, yes. Solar Sailor, huh? Solar yep. Sailor. And then Adventures of Tron is the one for Atari. Those other three are for on television. Well, mm, there was Atari 2600 versions of the other ones, though. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, there were Tron games yeah. for the... But that was yeah. pretty much but it. They, they, weren't, they weren't shaped the same. They were so, weird, chunky... Disney sort of entered the fray around the NES, which is funny because I, I read when when the video game market was uh, its own Western thing before you know the NES came in and fucking basically re- revolutionized revived it, it new, yeah. revived it into a new Renaissance. 
uh, Disney actually incredibly frowned on like the prospect of there being such a thing, and they 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 just called it flat out like video games are a fad. We are not investing any of our property towards it. There is actually very few licenses, and the licenses that did invest, like funny enough, Lucas. Um, invested heavily into it, and they did it with Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and E.T. And, uh, oh man, Indiana Jones for the Atari 2600, still to this day, one of those mixed bags, because in order to play that game, you need both controllers, because the fact that the joystick and one button didn't cut out for what it wanted to do. And that's innovative, fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, Because, like, just I mean, it was dual stick before it was dual stick, you Uh know? But fucking, dude, that, that's taking dual stick to a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think it was terrible, just, um, what's the word, uh, ungainly. Yeah, but what's funny is uh, Capcom initially, uh, before they, you know, before they got really into it, they, um, they were really just publishing. Um, the very first Disney game they published was actually Mickey's Mascapades, which was not developed by them. It was developed by Hudson. Hmm. And Hudson... Hudson did not do the best of jobs with that game. And, like, I don't know. The NES was, to, to me, like, I feel like the Atari definitely defined it as far as uh, the, the stigma that come with licensed games. But, like, Disney definitely revitalized it. Because even when you look back, the the worst Disney games you're going to fucking honestly play, <coughs> excuse me, as a license, are the more modern ones. They're, they're, and, it's, and it's really the case, man. Disney, if anything... I think is what kept afloat, like, just the idea of a licensed game working. I mean, there's so many. And, like, what's funny is that kind of that change went uh, the moment that Disney went proprietary with video game development. They actually created their own in-house video game development studio, which is called Disney Interactive, which then just then was just swallowed up by Virgin. And basically, they went to work with Virgin and then... uh, Disney Interactive then rebranded back as Disney Interactive. Uh, and I remember that because that was on Kingdom Hearts. And then they rebranded again as Buena Vista Studios. Yeah, Buena Vista Games. When, or, I'm sorry, Buena Vista, Buena Vista Games. And really, they, yeah. they're mostly just working on the only... Uh, other than Epic Mickey, all they've really done is the mobile stuff. And that's like, dude, that's where Disney's hitting it hard. It's like they, also, uh, by water. they also did new versions of Meteos as well. I completely fucking forgot about Disney Medios. Jesus Christ. Yep. And also Medios, uh, there was a Medios 2, I think, that came out. But I don't know, what was really cool... Oh, no, wait, no, it was Lumines is what it was. Lumines was also Bonavista Games. Just... Really? On what platform? Uh, PSP. Lumines really? 2. Yeah. Mm. Oh. I don't know, just the one thing that, like... I really enjoyed about Disney that, like, was they kind of set a standard for video game license games. They're very much... They, they weren't backseat drivers in the sense where they <coughs> kind of just let it, they they let them do their thing. Where pretty much like, they, they, they kind of put their license in the hands of those who would develop it. And they, they didn't like, the, the people who developed the license developed the video game around the license and not solely on it. So DuckTales, which really inspired this topic to begin with. But DuckTales, for example, was developed wholeheartedly by fucking Tukara Fujihara. And uh, Tukara Fujihara, I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name, but I just need you guys to understand that this dude is a creator of Ghosts and Goblins and Tomba. So, like, 
just alone, like, the fact they already built up, like, such a prestige with Ghosts and Goblins, and he was put in charge of DuckTales, is a testament to the quality behind it alone. I mean, that's why, even then, because of that, because of the success of DuckTales, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, we got to, uh, we got to see fucking Chip and Dale, we got to see Tailspin, we got to see Darkwing Duck, and Capcom basically put all of its internal talent to the test, but then, even then, Capcom did a bunch of stuff, and what's funny is that the thing about the Disney license working as well as it does is it's not just a Western entity. It's a global entity. There are so many fucking Disney games that we have yet to be like, have never been released, have been Japan exclusive or even yeah, especially on like the, the mega drive, right? The mega drive and the super Famicom. There's this yeah. one like where they go to Disneyland, but like the main attack, like I have that one and like fucking, I, I just got it really recently in a super Famicom lot. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Fucking like the the main attack is like a form of balloon that Mickey uses. In fact, one of my favorite Super NES games of all time is uh, the the as far as series concerned is Magical Quest. And Magical Quest, I mean the Illusion games. I mean, and funny enough, Castle of Illusion is also getting a remake and going to be released on Xbox Live Arcade soon. The Disney nice. the Disney games were kind of their own thing. They they took basically favorable characters and favorite universes. Of the Disney properties, and then they and they made like those games are their own thing. Like I don't know, do you guys agree with me on that? I, I feel like they kind of supersede like the license that comes with it, and they're more than the license. Oh, I can get behind that for sure. I don't know. The other fellas are, are a little too quiet for their own good. What what? Get, Nate, throw some Disney games at me. You guys all played. Ah, uh, I mean, it, it's been honestly so long. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, it, it's been a long while since I revisited a lot of these games. I, mean, I do remember playing Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I, also I, I, developed I, by Tukurara. Yeah, I remember DuckTales. I, I don't really remember Tailspin, but I may have played it at one point. just don't really recall. Tailspin um, was a shmup, and it wasn't... I don't know. It's kind of... Really? Yeah, it was a shmup. Oh, wow. Makes sense, though. You fucking I guess, drive, yeah. You drive it makes sense. Duck. But you know, it was, it was probably... Adap- you think of it, it was probably adapted from 1942. Really? Because you turn the ship around back and forth. It, it reminds me of Defender. Yeah, but uh, is it side-scrolling or top-down? Side-scrolling. Oh, okay, I'm thinking of a different game then. Yeah, because I was about to say, like... Uh, but, I mean, when you think of it, though, it would have been perfect to adapt it from 1942 because, you know, the Super Ace, it looks almost like the, the you know, Baloo's plane and the Sky Pirates look like the small popcorn enemies and... No, but even then, really like, well. there there was a game, it was probably the only questionably good game, and what's funny is it wasn't yeah. developed by uh, Disney. I'm trying to remember, it was, I believe, Disney Magical Adventure for the NES? What, what's, Maybe. <laughs> what's the name of that fucking game? Which one are you talking about now? The one where you're in Disneyland, you play as the kids. Oh. Yeah, you remember that one? Mm, not particularly... I don't know. I'm confused. I don't, I don't remember a lot of like the old. I mean, I remember the the main ones, you know, Ducktales, Chippendales. Um, I I played also like the weird like I played Pocahontas. <laughs> Wait, that Pocahontas a, had a video good. game? Yeah, it had a video game for fucking Genesis. It, it did. did not. You're yes, lying. Yes, it did. I am not lying. I remember that, chasing a freaking deer. That sounds kind of familiar. I'll be You're honest. Just running through. I remember playing that Beauty and the Beast. I played. Well, the Beauty and the Beast the games, Beast funny game. enough, the, the Beauty and the Beast games were uh, developed by Sunsoft. So there's and that. The, and then the the infamous Lion King game. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, How so, is it oh, infamous it's, though? It's, it's really good. It's in the Magic Kingdom because it's got Those... that fucking stampede level. Oh yeah, that. That mm-hmm. stampede level is amazing. Adventures <laughs> in the Magic Kingdom is what it's called. Yeah, I love that stampede level. How's it? It hard? looks good, but it's stupid. No, it's not. It's not easy. It's fucking stupid. You know what? It was better than fucking Mickey Mania's moose chasing level. It's 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 not as bad as the magic carpet level from the Genesis version of Aladdin, but yeah, you know what was a good magic carpet level? The Super NES Aladdin. Well, I don't care. The Genesis one had a sword. God damn it! Oh, it always, I, I, it's I always goes default. back to that sword. Like I can't. <laughs> that sword doesn't fucking like save everything. And it doesn't look the the. I'm, I, we're gonna keep arguing about this because the Genesis one looks a lot better. It's animated better. The Super Nintendo one is not animated near as well as the Genesis one. I will say that the uh, the Genesis one is much more faithful to the movie. It's even got that little fucking dude that tells you uh, continues and shit. Mm-hmm. And then like I don't know, you fight you fight a lot of Iagos. There's only one Iago. Capcom one. Like, when you fight more than one, you're breaking it. You're breaking the system. And, and the only thing I remember about Chippendales is that it was fucking hard as shit. It was. I remember about Chippendales. DuckTales wasn't that hard. I remember DuckTales not being super hard once you figured everything out. But Chippendales was, was just unfairly hard. Um, The second one was actually better, but nobody played it. Mm. Yeah, it was... <laughs> that was that was a bit of a, a sadness, but... um. Yeah, no. Uh, what is it gonna say? Um, I don't know. Even in the Super NES, because like I said, Magical Quest, which was it had, and I remember Nintendo really pushed those games. Had Mickey transform into a firefighter. If he uh, wasn't a firefighter, he was uh, a fucking mountain climber, like Bionic Commando status. Um, I don't know. It's just that's the thing about Disney games is they sort of stood out as a testament to their own, and they kind of continue that. I mean, there is even continuations of properties. They're only in the game. For example, uh, only in game form. Like Hercules, which, uh, funny enough, played like Bug. Nobody remembers that one. I, but you called? know what? Hercules, the Hercules game. Oh. It's on PlayStation. Huh? It plays like Bug for the Sega Saturn. Mm. Um, there was the Aladdin specific game, The Sigur's Revenge, where he fights Jafar's sister. Um, there's a lot of Lion King games. Uh, like there's Timon and Pumbaa's Adventure, and then there's Lion King Simba's Pride. And shit, man. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Disney, like, and we're talking about main. We're not talking about, like, learning software. Those don't count as fucking games. But even then, yeah, like, no. once they kind no, of. They don't. Once they moved into Disney Interactive, like, there are some, like, Toy Story. Disney Interactive did an amazing job with Toy Story. Toy Story was challenging as shit. But I think once they moved to Disney Interactive, the games that they made were just a bit too challenging. And I'm trying to think of, like, <coughs> they became almost non existent during, like, the PlayStation. 64 era because like i said there's that aladdin game there's um the emperor's new groove the emperor's new groove was actually pretty good <laughs> yeah was, it was, was legit it was legit was aladdin disney interactive yeah was that- okay because like if, if there's one thing especially when you get to like the 16-bit gen it was always those disney games it, they usually always look like they just like tore it right off the movie screen and put it right in front of you yeah the aladdin game beauty and the beast game had beautiful animation in them well, see, that's... Okay, so are you talking about the ones for Genesis? The ones for Genesis, especially. Yeah, they, those they, weren't yeah, done yeah. by Disney Interactive, though. Those oh, were those done were. by Sunsoft. Those were, those were done by Sunsoft. Uh, <laughs> wait, which, ones, which ones specifically were Sunsoft? Uh, the Beauty and the Beast games. Okay, yeah, Be- yeah. Beasts, Rage, and Bells, whatever. 
Well, okay, yeah. Well, the one that was for Super Nintendo was for Hudson, was from Hudson. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Damn, dude, I totally forgot about that. You know what's funny is the Disney games even had, like, um, they loaned their licenses out to TurboGrafx for so oh, yeah. Hudson. And there Hudson, was two. Hudson and Capcom were, like, the big developers. So, like, yeah, yeah. they did Darkwing Duck. And, and Tailspin. Like, and Tailspin. And, like, yeah. I didn't play Tailspin on TurboGrafx, but I played yeah, Darkwing Tails- Duck. Tailspin was neat. I had a friend that had it, and uh, it it not only had side-scrolling shooting levels with, like, the full actual plane instead of just, like, a a smaller version of it with Blue's head sticking out, but it also had, like, full platforming levels, 3D-ish going into the screen levels, and um, uh, sections where it was top-down and you had Kid out the back trying to pick up bonuses, and you were were steering the plane. Did anybody play Dalespin for the Genesis? Uh, it was. I think it was mostly side-scrolling platforming. Yeah, it was a side-scrolling platformer. Yeah, I don't like, remember any of the. Ta- I don't remember playing the Tailspin game at all. Actually, uh, Little Mermaid on the Genesis was awful. Don't don't play yeah. that. But Little Mermaid if, on the NES was fucking the, amazing. I was gonna say, if there's any Little Mermaid game you should be playing, it's on the NES. That one's great. But like, we're kind of getting like besides the point. I mean, we've all kind of agreed that like Disney games attracted us. Like, I don't know. In your humble opinion, which is why I kind of want to talk about this, what makes the Disney game great? The fact that it's Disney or the fact that it's just it's a good game? I, like I most Disney games, I'm talking about. For those older games, like the NES era games, they were just good games overall. I, and, and I plus, think it's, it's the developer, I think, that honestly yeah. made it such a good game. I, I kind of feel like the trend was is that like it's slowly degraded to where now Disney games are dependent on the license and not so much the great game. Like, well, oh no, yeah, that's just it. I mean, there was there was enough in the games when they when they were being made on the NES and Super NES to keep them grounded within the property that they came from, but they were still liberal enough to make them their own unique experience. Like you could watch The Lion King. But when you go through the game, it isn't just the movie being played out in side-scrolling levels. Whereas nowadays, because of... Um, well, I mean, when you take a look at like development nowadays, you've got full 3D environments and you can get pretty much exactly what they look like on on this the big screen put into your, into your video games. So especially like with stuff like, I don't know, Cars or uh, Toy Story or The Incredibles or what have you, right? Especially the computer-generated ones. So basically now they're just saying, okay, yeah, here's a game, here are the characters, let's slap them into a 3D action setting and away you go, just to sort of coincide with the movies that are coming out at that point in time. There's not enough liberties taken with them, with, I guess, the exception of Toy Story 3. Mm, I think Toy Story <clears throat> Toy Story 3 is probably the most recent, based off of a movie, that's any good. Yeah, yeah exactly. and that was also done by Disney Interactive. Wasn't it just because of the whole sandbox thing, though, honestly? Yeah, it really was. Specifically, yeah. Um, if I can interject, I actually have to go at the moment, but the podcast will continue. I'm just letting you guys know I'm signing off early, so I'll let I'll let Andrew take over hosting from here. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, it's fine. I'll be able to edit what we need to edit. So, there you go. You guys finish out. Oh, and uh, best, best Disney game, DuckTales. That kind of makes sense, I suppose. That's my opinion. But anyway, I, I've kind of said what I really, really want to say. It's just I, I feel like even then, like, I think Disney kind of hit this wall to where like Disney games were just known for being, you know, Disney in games, but Disney games used to be games with Disney, but are amazing games. And I kind of feel like they're, they're starting to absorb that again. I mean, it's, it's, it, they've had a very cons- inconsistent resurgence because I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I can't call kingdom hearts a Disney game. 
I call Kingdom Hearts with Disney in it. Like, th- that's all it is. Kingdom Hearts is an RPG with Disney in it. And it's mm-hmm. not even that good of an RPG anymore because it's just been so diluted. If anything, it just gave me reasons to hate Donald Duck even more. Fuck you. But, <laughs> uh, with that, with that, all right, everybody, I love you guys. Let's let's Godspeed. let these guys finish these sh- finish the show. Fucking good. Adios. So okay, so yeah, but Capcom like, for me personally, I think the reason why we're talking about Disney games, I, going back and watching, like, cause I, it's been a long time since I played any of these games. But I mean, do you really feel like the reason why we're talking about Disney games is because of that resurgence of the? the games that we played for the NES and Super NES and Genesis, like it's really just about this nostalgia, I think. I mean, I don't think I, I can I really say, so, yeah. in all honesty, that I haven't played a good Disney game the past couple generations. I, th- I think I, the only reason we're really talking about Disney games is because that DuckTales remake. Because DuckTales is coming out, yeah. And like honestly, I went back and I watched some gameplay of like Chip and Dale, and, like, and like, it kind of brought me back, because it's honestly been since those systems were out that I played those games. So 20, 20 years, basically. Really, yeah. And then, like, and I was thinking, like, wow, like, you know, this this game was pretty fun. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, well, there's a lot of our Capcom platformers I played that I really liked. Like, man, I love Chippendale. Okay, I like DuckTales. I really liked Lil Nemo. I was like, wait a minute, Lil Nemo's not Disney. But, you, you know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of the same game. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's only because the developer was so good at making those kind of games that, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, you could probably throw almost any kind of license at it and it'd still be really good. Um, but I mean, but it was it was a combination of things. It was the fact that the developer was a really good. They made amazing platformers. But then you had that. Like, I'm very invested in this franchise. I'm very invested in these these properties because, you know, everyone loves Disney. I mean, who doesn't like Disney? I mean, at least then I think now you could probably see it coming back. But we're really just rehashing the games of our past that we love so much. I mean, I did like Kingdom Hearts, but it was because they were like bringing in these elements of Disney. Like, you know, when I first played Kingdom Hearts and I got into like the Winnie the Pooh stage, I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, even as an adult, I was like, I love this. But it's because it, it's kind of like, it's playing <laughs> back on the fact that like we were a kid at one point and we loved that stuff when we were a kid. That's really all it's really doing. But I mean, it, it's good that it is. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I too mean, much, too much Final Fantasy VII, though. Well, I mean, I don't. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Kingdom Hearts one and two. I'm, I actually am very fond of Kingdom Hearts two. I like Kingdom Hearts two. See, I like one. I don't really like two too much. See, I, I, I didn't I like, mind the Steam, Steamboat Willie stage. I thought that was pretty cool. That, that that was really cool. That was a nice twist. But I, I feel like one was good for the Disney stuff, and then it pulled away from Disney and started becoming its own thing. And, and you know, you can now yeah. actually tell now with Kingdom Hearts. There's hardly anything to do with Disney. It's just it's 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 an RPG with every once in a while a Disney character, and that's it. That's really the yeah, well, only. I mean, you know, it is Tetsuya Nomura, and he's obsessed with belt zippers and angles. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it went Kingdom Hearts two took put way too much Final Fantasy e uh-huh. like extraneous storytelling bullcrap on top of it. But I mean, it was still a, I still liked it as a game. I thought the combat system was good and everything, but. But yeah, I mean, what what really draws us to these games has to be the license. I mean, if I mean, we might not be talking about the Ducktales game if it was something else. If it was if it was Wally Walrus and his magical adventure, we might not be talking about it. I mean, even though if it, Capcom would still push it. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, they probably could have made a game back then of like Bebar or something like that, like an animated series like <laughs> that. It still would have been good. It just yeah, they were just there. You go just good at making those games. Talking to people. Yeah, yeah, being being a prince or whatever the fuck that elephant was, I don't know. I, also, <laughs> I don't get it. <clears throat> like, like how amazing that would have been if like they would have made a platform, but like, like with like 
I don't know, the adventures of Tintin or something like that. You know, like that would be sick. Right? Like I I honestly feel like the reason why those games are so good I mean Disney is a good property. It's it's a good it's a good base for any game, but you have to have a good game behind it or else it fails. Well I mean exactly. I mean that's you know, but I mean how many people could have said that like Epic Mickey would be a good game, but it really wasn't that good of a game, you know? It couldn't it couldn't live off the fact that it had Disney and Mickey and all yeah, this stuff. You just couldn't but, do but it. it. I mean, it the presentation a- was... It could have been better than it was if it, if it maintained like a 2D side-scrolling sort of thing with the original concept art. If that had, if it had stayed in its concept art confines and they'd have built upon that, I'm certain it would have been a fantastic game. Which, because, which is kind of crazy, you know, because honestly, how good was the 3DS game? Well, yeah, that's just it, right? Because it kind of based on like, you know, like the old school stuff. Yeah, Yeah, it didn't perform so well. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm super excited for the future of the Disney stuff. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, you know, if if DuckTales does good with its remastered version, we might get some of those, some re-releases of some of the old ones, like, you know, put yeah. Wave Forward on Chippendale or something like that. They're, they're already talking about if this succeeds Chippendale's next on the block. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that, but, that would be really cool. But Infinity, I'm actually super excited for Infinity. True, true. But really, like, when you say a future of Disney games, I, I don't really see that as being a future. I mean remakes of you know classic games yeah. and then they're gonna go they're gonna go the route of skylanders and it's just gonna become that whole like yeah. that money grab like let's get yeah, all these figures and that, it's that's really gonna be in, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see how they do that because uh pokemon is sort of, sort of going on board with that too yeah they kind of have something like that out in japan right now kind of sort of don't they like yeah. well they're working on it it's coming and that's gonna print money like you don't even know oh man i'm, I'm gonna lose so much money when they do that with pokemon it's gonna be just bad yeah, oh, I'm gonna spend so much money. Dan, Andy's gonna gonna be broke. He's just gonna buy all the Pokemons and I will I'll buy all of them. I'll, I will buy every single one. But like, just the whole Disney thing. I, I, I guess ultimately, I feel like this whole topic's just based on that that nostalgia. Because really, what Disney property or Disney anything in the last I don't know ten years has anyone really truly cared about that wasn't Pixar and wasn't Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> well, that's just it. You know what they should do? They mm. should start uh, because Disney is in charge of publishing a lot of the uh, the Miyazaki stuff, eh? They should be doing games based on that shit. Oh, okay. I want a Castle in the Sky game that's awesome and published by Disney Interactive. So now, now he is or the person that you're talking about. Like, what's what's another, like another body of work that I would know? Hayao Miyazaki. Um, let's see. There's well, obviously, Laputa Castle in the Sky, Ponyo, My Neighbor uh, Hal- Totoro. Yeah. Okay. The, the- Howl's Moving Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service. Is this Dog. like the Studio <laughs> Ghibli stuff, or is this something different? Yeah, it's that's exactly yeah. it. That's the studio. Okay. So, yeah. so with something like Nino Kuni being pretty successful because of that crossover, like, are you saying maybe like go back to like a platformer style game, but like with some of these? Some of these franchises, or I mean, just any game, it doesn't have to be like an RPG, yeah, it doesn't have to be a platformer, it doesn't but have to be RPG or platform. It could be anything, right? A secret, yeah. a secret world of Arietti platformer would be amazing because it's so, all like interacting with all like the larger stuff, and you're like a small person. Uh huh. Great. But but you're saying you're saying Disney Disney owns these rights? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like, why aren't they capitalizing on that? Why aren't they using this stuff? And you know why it is? It's because they got nailed for copyright infringement on The Lion King. Who did Disney? Disney mm. did. Yeah. Really. Hardcore. Yeah, oh, wow. it's based. It, well, it's not even based. It's pretty much copied directly from something called um, 
Uh, Kimba the White Lion. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Like, and, and how many people would actually know that, though, honestly? A lot of people, actually. Even The Simpsons. Ah, I did. It. Remember in The Simpsons when, like, everyone in the in the clouds came out in the uh, James Earl Jones voices? Mm-hmm. And at one point, there was uh, Mufasa comes out, you must avenge my death, Kimba. Die mean Simba. <laughs> that's, that's I remember, I remember it when it was in Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. It's amazing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would really hope that, yeah, there would be a future. And that's the thing. I wish they would capitalize on that kind of stuff and maybe do different things. But it's like we've been saying for a long time, like, there's not a lot of people that want to take that risk. They don't want to try something different or new. And and, and it, it's almost sad. Like, I do want to see DuckTales come out remade. and I want to see Chip and Dale's. But I almost feel like they're relying so much on that that we're never going to get anything innovative or new. It's just going to be rehashed the stuff we've already played. It's just the only thing that works, I think, at this point, which is kind of a shame. I don't think. I mean, are, are we a hundred percent sure that 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 Ducktales is like a a frame by frame remake, just with new graphics, or, or are they doing oh, stuff God, no. something it's, new it's with definitely, it? It's definitely not frame by frame, but I mean, the core game is represented like the levels and everything is basically re, re redone in a more sort of modern two D way. Yeah, they're they're taking they're making the levels bigger. They're they're expanding out on the systems. I mean, that's, and of course they've got the voice acting and stuff. But really, that's all it really is. It's, mm-hmm. But that's that's not really so much of a rehash. It's kind of like a reimagining of it. And I think that's what mm-hmm. those old games kind of need because it's re- it is really hard for some people, me included, to go back and play those older games, uh, in the way that that and the on the things that we play right now because it's just they don't keep us as interested anymore because we you know we played them. yeah i guess I, I could get behind that yeah so i mean i mean re reimagining that stuff and with uh, the new hardware and the new way that everything is i mean you can bring those games to a whole new audience more I mean, accurate control and physics is always a good thing too yeah and just the animation style i mean that that ducktales the new ducktales game looks absolutely brilliant it looks yeah. amazing but and, i mean you know it's it's way forward what do you expect right? yeah yeah i mean way well forward, it's i mean amazing with that stuff you make a good point. Maybe it's not just for us. Like I, I kind of look at it, and I'm thinking, this is for the people that played the originals. This is for the people that you know remember. It has that nostalgic, you know, like I really need to play this game again. But I mean, I think you're right. Maybe it isn't for us. Maybe it is for that generation of gamers who haven't played those kind of games before. Introduce them to it. You know, show them what platformers are. You know, really supposed to be like, and mm-hmm. and how it ties into franchises and uses them in really cool and fun ways. I, I, I guess maybe just looking at it from that standpoint, I, I guess there is a need for it just to introduce people that haven't played them before. I just hope that it doesn't, it comes out and they're like, well, this is, this is kind of dumb. I don't like this game, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. as long, as long as they're handled well, I mean, Disney, Disney at least are good at keeping their, at least handling their, their archival stuff fairly well. Mm. Um, um, especially the way, you know what they do with their Blu-rays and DVDs with, you know, the vault and crap. So, I, I think doing this, I mean, doing this with DuckTales is probably something that, that took a, a, a fair bit of convincing from them. So someone, someone, can, someone who is passionate about this game went in and convinced Disney that they need to allow us to do this. Yeah, yeah. It, it is kind of crazy how they probably thought, okay, we're going to announce this. It's going to get a little bit of buzz, no big deal, and then end up being being like the big announcement from PAX East. Yeah, the you big know, like, like, yeah. And, and you realize that, wow, this is bigger than we would have expected. Mm-hmm. but yeah so i mean you know hopeful i think everyone's kind of hopeful about the future but it's definitely nice to go back and look at you know the past and kind of realize 
you know, how this all started to begin with. Yeah, for sure. Now, I mean, with that said, what Disney property above all else would you love to see in game form and what genre game do you think it would best fit in? Go. Jesus Christ. Oh, Um, man. I'd like to see Darkwing Duck done in the style of Arkham City. Oh, goddamn. That would be cool. That'd be amazing. I I think that, that might have just won. (laughs) <laughs> whatever contest we're having right now <laughs> maybe what about you toast what do you think uh, you, you go ahead dude i have no idea i'll have to think about i would it. love i would love to see like a uh like a, a multi sort of genre like a genre bender between like uh like a, a real time or turn-based or real-time strategy with like various uh events thrown in for the animated robin hood whoa that would be interesting that'd be mm. cool Oodalali. Oodalali. <laughs> Oodalali. I love Fuck, that I movie. It's good stuff. I still, I still don't fucking know. Um uh uh an MMO uh based on Monsters University. I the fuck I don't know. Uh wait, wait, I got this, I got this. Um shit, nope, I lost it. Um okay. Uh Final Fantasy ten to remake, but instead of the people in the game, it's Disney princesses. Um done. I <laughs> just nailed it. <laughs> epic just, princess just thank you epic princess just awesome. nailed it and we're done <laughs> phrasing phrasing oh I, I see what you did there yeah nice <laughs> so i guess i guess we'll probably end it off here um episode this is, end episode end yeah yeah all right i think we got it yeah i think this is kind of different because george usually calls off everything but I guess I'll do the normal spiel at the end here. Um, If you liked what you heard, which I don't know why, but if you did, (laughs) thank you very much for listening and sticking it out with us. Um, You can definitely review us on iTunes. um, uh, Also on Stitcher Radio. Uh, Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Check out the website. There's a ton more on the website, not just podcasts. We have written articles, uh, previews, reviews, uh, editorials, uh, of course, Bullet Heaven is always a, a very fine feature on the website. Um, we've also been doing a lot of streaming lately with our Games Fest for League of Legends and uh, the recent uh, Limelight where uh, George, I think Sayer and Sean played Echo. Um, so we're always doing new things and we definitely love the feedback. And if you want to see something played either at Games Fest or uh, Limelight, um, suggestions are always welcome. Uh, you can contact us through our mailbag at presspodsradio.com. Or call us on the PPR voicemail at 469-777-8255. And uh, that's pretty much the plugs for the site. Sarah, I know you definitely got some info and maybe some stuff about Bullet Heaven. Oh, yeah, for sure. We've got Mm -hmm. uh, a bunch of episodes sort of lined up. Uh, I know George and I were alluding to an episode coming up soon, but I think I'll want to wait until I've got an audio video cable and or S video cable for my Jaguar before I record the footage. Because RF is shit. But uh, look forward to that special episode coming soon. Right now, I've got the footage done for episode 71 and 72. Working on the, the scripts for that, Dave Rune and I should have that churned out sometime this week. Um, and uh, I'm going to be starting up a couple of new things on the Studio Mudprints uh, YouTube channel, which will also make their way to the site as well. Uh, thinking of a Let's Play, I'm not sure how I'm going to make that unique because everyone seems to be doing them, but uh, we'll figure that out. And it's going to be of one of my favorite games, which uh, it shouldn't take too long because I know the game inside and out. 
So look forward to that coming soon. Very nice. It's always going to have a sayer spin to it, I'm sure. So a lot of people definitely absolutely, and a lot of people will definitely enjoy that. Uh, James is going to plug his DD campaign. Go ahead. No. Yeah, this Sunday <laughs> we'll be playing D and D. Well, Mass Effect D and D. Me, Andy, and a couple people you don't know. Let's and do you it. probably don't want to know either. They're terrible people. Oh, no, they are. They are oh. horrible people. <laughs> we should we should really look into the whole uh, podcast adventure sort of thing that we were tossing around at last PAX East. It, it's something that well. well, like James and I, we, we know of one they've been doing lately that's been really good and really popular. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see us do that either as like a video or an audio thing. But you know what? I think uh, I might have just the game. In fact, when we were uh, in Boston this year, uh, Deruna picked up the game. It's a made RPG. So the players are, you know, cute anime style maids doing the bidding of some master. And uh, I played a test game of it, and it's actually not that bad. It's pretty fun to come up with the characters and stuff. So uh, I have an sounds, idea. That sounds I good to me. I, I, I like jerking off to weird things, so I'm good. <laughs> I saw I saw something on Kickstarter that you would like, Andy. It's okay. a card. It's a it's a deck building game, a card game, and you play. You are at this high school, anime high school, and you play as the tentacle monster, capturing girls, and that's the point of the game. I think that we should stream that. We will stream that, and we will probably also get banned from Twitch. So <laughs> look forward to that. Um, and then, yeah, and then also, of course, we'll be recording our anniversary episode very soon. Um, I'm sure we're going to get something up on the site, maybe in the social feeds. Um, we're probably going to be taking some votes on what movie we're going to watch and what drinking games we're going to play to celebrate the fourth anniversary. Please go easy on us. I am getting very old, and I can't do this stuff very much longer, guys. So I don't want to drink myself to oblivion. <laughs> Um, so pick a movie that's not too terrible, and pick a dream game that's not going to kill me in my liver. Well, we have we have four movies picked out, don't we? I mean, should we say? Um, just... Yeah, I mean, I, so right now it, this, this may change. This is subject to uh, to possibly being changed a little bit later on. But right now, the the four movies that are being discussed are Mortal Kombat: Annihilation, uh, Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. Uh, I think did someone picked Double Dragon. No. 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 Okay. What's the other? What's the other two? Super Mario Brothers, which is and then, kind, of, kind of the obvious one. Yeah, and then the King of Fighters, and hopefully it's the King of Fighters because I don't <laughs> want to have to buy any of these. Just <laughs> <laughs> King of Fighters is funny because we didn't know it existed until we started talking about it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So if you have any feedback on that or any suggestions, and maybe there's a movie we forgot about that's totally terrible, you know, let us know. Um. We'll have some of that stuff up on the website and then the social feeds very soon. But until then, uh, you'll be listening to Press Pause Radio. Thank you for sticking out with us, and we hope to see you again and and talk to you real soon. Uh, This is Toast. This is the original Sarah. This is James, and I like pie. Go eat some pie, everyone. Good night. Delicious. Delicious.